Hello and welcome to the Destiny Deployment Podcast. Uh, I'm Dave, I'm here with Jack. And uh, this hello. week we're... Oh, <laughs> probably let you say hello. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> How's it going, right? Yeah, not too bad. Busy, busy with work, but apart from that, I'm not doing too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Too bad. It's going. I think, like you say, it's been a bit of a long week, hasn't it? And it's only Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, good times. Nearly the weekend. (laughs) Nearly the weekend. Yeah, Yeah, I think... So, uh, um, what have we got on the podcast today, then, Dave? Yeah, so uh, I think we're going to have a a bit of a, a look and see what little nuggets have come up in the hobbying world news that we've noticed not that there's going to be tons since it's only been about a week since we last spoke um and then maybe have a bit of chat about what we've been up to project wise um and uh then maybe have a little chat about how your event went yeah a long chat about how the event went about the <laughs> tale the tales of drill fest I, I, <laughs> I am looking forward to it saving the best till last that's it <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah, so I suppose, yeah, so the first thing really to look at is, um, so we've got the next, uh, we've had the next reveal for the old world, haven't we? So it's the final mm. part of what I would say are probably the main core of the rules, uh, which is the magic phase. So yeah. what did you think about the magic phase stuff? Yeah, it was not everything we wished for. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but still not, not bad. It could have been so much worse. So mm. I, I don't think it's ruined the game. I think it's still going to, you know, with with the other rules that they've, you know, mentioned, I think it's going to you know, work quite nicely. Um, but I, I do think it is a bit of a miss that we're going to lose out on, on the whole uh, power dice sort of management aspect of, of Magic, because that was kind of like a mini game within the game itself, I felt. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that whole sort of... Oh, Am I going to be able to bluff my way to get the spells off that I really want to cast and, you know, trick my opponent into using all of their dispel dice on something that's maybe not that important? Um, but, yeah, I, I, a couple of bits that they've added in, which I think is cool, like the um, you know, distances that different level um, wizards have to be to be able to dispel spells. I think that's quite cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's it's so um, if if any friend that hasn't uh, hasn't looked at it yet, so the update to the old you know the say update the the latest reveal for the old world is how magic works. So I suppose the biggest one is that there isn't a magic phase anymore. So compared to every other edition of Warhammer Fantasy, obviously there's been a magic. Ph- I say every edition, probably since second, not sure about first, but there's um there's been a magic phase, mm-hmm. and obviously now it's gone. It's mm-hmm. so it look it's a lot more. I'd say it's sort of a lot more similar to sort of the Horus Heresy and Age of Sigmar, isn't it? Yeah. Where you have, you know, you. It was kind of, you know, almost exactly what I sort of thought it was going to be. I suppose where, you know, we haven't got the power dice mechanic anymore, and instead it's just you roll two d six, you add the caster's magic level, and if they get past the spell, you know, the spell requirement, then they cast it, and then dispelling is you roll two d six, you add your caster's magic level, and if they beat the cast required, then they unbind the spell. Double six is a an always an unbinding or a dispel. It says an unbinding here, um, and then double six on your uh, on your cast is always a cut is a perfect cast. So, 
yeah, it's it's kind of you know, I I suppose as I say, I I really enjoy the um the Magic Face and Warhammer Eighth Edition. Mm. I think that's that's one of the best bits of, and I know a lot of people really hate the Magic Face from Warhammer Eighth <laughs> Edition. Uh, it's probably why you get the big split between Eighth and Sixth. Um, are they, but are they dwarf players? Well, <laughs> no, uh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they could be. Um, but yes, yeah, there's as I say, there's um there's a big there's a you know there's a bit. This is probably the biggest change from any other edition mm. um yeah because you haven't got that magic phase anymore you haven't got the power dice mechanic you haven't got the kind of as you say the poker almost as it were of all mm. how many dice are you put into this i'm going to try and tempt out this and it, it looks like wizards are a lot more you know they're just a unit if you know what i mean they seem to be a unit yeah. they do a thing um and those things are you know they cast some spells but yeah it's it, it's definitely i, I th- from my point of view, it looks like it's the weakest of all the reveals for the old world. It's the only thing I haven't looked at so far and been like, oh, brilliant, that's really good, I really like that. Yeah, same. Um, a little bit, yeah, seems to be a little bit kind of dumbed down, doesn't it? You know, or watered down from the, yeah. uh, from the past which, editions. Which is funny because they've kind of uh, gone in heavier on like the for example, like the movement phase with adding in marching columns yeah, and stuff. And it's sort exactly, of like a bit weird yeah. that they've sort of almost taken a step back on magic. And I get, mm. yeah, obviously, I, you know, I don't mind so much the that it's not one phase and it's split across, you know, different phases. You, you know, you have different types of spells to cast. But I think the they could have still had the power dice. Like, you know, in, in that first, was it strategy phase? That they yeah, call, right? generate you generate your power, your power dice and then you've got that to use for the, you know, for the turn. Um, and it's, you know, or do you save them up to use in the combat phase at the end? Or, you know, it, it's all that, you know, ebb and flow of, of, you know, trying to manage that resource. But... Um, um, yeah. At, at the same time, I, I look at it. I think yeah, it's gonna looks like it will work nicely. Um, you've still got an ability to uh, get you know stop your opponent's spell in in a meaningful way. It's not like a one off reaction each turn or or something like that. So I think that's a plus. And as it's, it's probably the least excited uh reveal that they've done for the rules that i've seen so far and it's still pretty good so i think that's a good scene overall for the game yeah well, i'll tell you what is really interesting about the magic face reveal actually i think probably something that is it is probably actually more interesting than the magic face itself is it shows you know down here it's showing a, a full well i say almost full a um a um a profile for one of the units in the game. So we've got the handmaidens, lady. Yeah. So we got mm-hmm. damsel and prophetess. They're pretty much what they are in eighth edition. Although the prophetess has gained a weapon skill and an attack. She's going to be beating people over the head with that holy icon. <laughs> be great. Um, but the the most interesting thing I think is that we've got the stat line for a unicorn, and mm. in the wounds characteristic, we've got plus one. So it looks like cavalry is going to be a Fully combined profile now, where cavalry it looks like cavalry is going to be adding wounds to the model that rides it. So that might be a case of dragons and hippogriffs and the large monsters that maybe weren't so good in eighth edition because you would just nail them with a cannonball and kill them. <laughs> it looks like yeah. they're going to be all you know the character would get shot off the top or they get shot out from underneath the character. It looks like now it's going to be combined. So you've you've got 
on a real, you know, a truly. necessarily sure that's going to be the way that's going to go because i know it's the unicorn in its profile doesn't have a toughness value so you still i guess use prophetesses or damsels so it might be a case of there is something else going on there but of course it might only be that so it shows wounds plus one perhaps the toughness bracket only exists when it increases toughness most interesting part of the whole reveal actually is seeing that and seeing a good range of special rules mm. so we've got awe of the lady which i'm a see uh, which is the matter resistance that she had in sixth edition which funny enough she still has because sixth edition is obviously bretonian's most updated book <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's got the same as that um she's got the blessing of the lady law of the lady which i don't think it actually says what that is so i wonder if maybe that's going to mean that she's they've actually got their own law now bretonia finally um, which would be quite mm. interesting because they got their own law in the armies project and that was actually really cool it was a sort of you know about kind of like inspiring heroic acts and what have you so that's pretty sweet and she yeah. also gives her unit magical attacks now which mm. is new and that's yeah. that's really interesting i wonder so, if all of the ladies like a an army rule because i, I think if it was like a magic law, wouldn't it be listed? Yeah, with, with uh, further up where it's got battle magic, elementalism, and illusion. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so it might be a might be a, a specific rule for them. Mm. Mm. Maybe we'll see. But it looks good. <laughs> yeah, then shield of the lady, which looks like she can sit in the back of the lance, so like she can yeah. in uh, in sixth. So again, in current in eighth in the bit in their last time book. So yeah, it doesn't look like they take anything away from Bretonia. Um, which is nice. I was kind of thought maybe again they might dumb a couple of bits down. You might end up with sort of your damsels and your prophetesses sitting in the front rank of unit, um, which isn't really very Bretonian. So yeah, that looks great. And yeah, the you know seeing the combined profile of cavalry, that's that's really cool. I really like mm. that. So and I wonder if maybe it's you know I wonder if it's the only the unicorn that's going to have plus one or not only the unicorn, but I wonder if all mounts will add at least plus one. So you'll end up with two in cavalry, which give them a bit of staying power as well. Mm, that'd be good so if we look through these special rules too obviously there's quite a few new ones in here and it looks like they just cleaned up a few different things so in mm. the unicorns profile we got armor bane 2 and we still don't know what armor bane does yet i'm assuming it's going to be some kind of modifier to the armor save on a certain roll because we've got yeah. the same longbows which are arm which are armor bane 1 so that'll mm. be interesting but a longbow specifically has no armor piercing value but does have armor bane 1 so I wonder if yeah. perhaps that, is, that might be like a rending thing, where if you roll a six to wound or something, you that, you reduce the armor save by that much. Uh, maybe, yeah. So I wonder if perhaps that's the key. So armored hide, which I assume is just the modifier for the save for being mounted. So yeah. I guess we'll be plus one, like scaly skin perhaps. Um, Beguiling aura, I don't know what that is. I think they had something like that in one of the editions where you had to take a leadership test to fight them. Um, right. Counter charge is interesting, so that might be counter attack perhaps, like you have in Heresy. So if you get charged, you also get a charge bonus. Magical attacks, stomp attacks one, so that's quite interesting. So it looks like now it's not going to be stomp and thunder stomp, it'll just be you get this many stomp attacks. Which gives you a bit more granularity, so it'd be interesting yeah. for medium sized monsters, stuff like trolls. And maybe they'll have stomps two instead of just one, because it always seemed a bit odd that troll was popping out one attack, and then you could have something a little bit larger on it that was popping out six. And you thought, yeah. well, 
you know those <laughs> <laughs> and uh swift stride as well so yeah like looking through yeah looking through those as i say that's almost for me been been more interesting than the magic phase reveal mm. um because it just seems to show how the game's going to play and it looks like it's going to be very similar to eighth but you've got that little bit more granularity to everything which i really like you know yeah. I, I just, you know, I think with a game like Warhammer Fantasy, it's complex enough anyway that there's no reason to try and dumb it down. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you're in there and you're in there to play that game. You know, you sort of know what you're getting into to a degree. And you want yeah. to be able to have, you know, have unique stats for your units. You want to be able to have that depth to say, oh, you know, to really represent that there are different, you know, they're a different race or a different faction. They've got their own special things, you, you know, the, so the more granularity really the better and well as long as it's done in a way that it it's easy to to read and it looks like it is you know if you've got these things in categories you know so maybe if you had an orc riding a boar they probably got armored hide one as well because they had used to be plus two to your armor save for riding a boar um yeah. so that'll be yeah so that looks really good um so <laughs> i mean back to the magic i suppose <laughs> which is the main the main part of the reveal is yeah i just it's there it's pretty simple it looks like it's just roll and add your level which is you know it's not ideal i don't think it's as fun as the magic phases in the previous editions no more um, six dicing purple sun well that's it exactly i'm gonna i've never got to six dice purple sun though i don't play factions that have purple suns <laughs> so i just got it six dice dwellers as good as it got <laughs> um <laughs> but oh six dice comet actually six dice comets the that's the dream. <laughs> oh yeah, not, not ever do it for your your rabbit. Uh yeah, no, I've, yeah, six dice transformation decayed on a fair bit as well, actually. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, six <laughs> dice in a six dice in the big spell is always there's always something yeah. fun about that. Then will I explode? Will I not? <laughs> and so yeah, and then we've got some examples of some spells as well, haven't we? So they mm -hmm. again, they seem the spells all seem very simple. It don't seem to be anything to the degree of the spells in eighth. It just seems to be a simple little buff or a simple little attack. Mm. Pretty straightforward, does the job. And it looks like enchantments and hexes aren't going to stack as well. No, I noticed that as well. That's an it, interesting one. I think I think obviously, you know, this this these are the reveal um, ones, so obviously they're they're gonna kind of have to try and be i suppose a little bit straightforward so people that you know maybe didn't ever play fantasy or are new to it but like you know like the look of it and and about getting into old world when it releases i suppose having maybe the more straightforward to understand like spells and, and abilities sort of showcased in these articles is probably a good idea so it may find that there's maybe some more complex um, yeah yeah and yeah and stuff uh, later That's but yeah great. i did did pick up on that you know oh, if if this enchantment's in effect then any other enchantments that you had on them are, are gone which yeah i imagine that probably make it a little bit easier to balance as well yeah perhaps but i think that does remove some of the fun of magic in the previous <laughs> editions yeah. where you could get a really good magic phase or you know you could just get off some funny little combos where a unit was running around with multiple multiple um uh what's it called multiple um buffs on them or maybe even you know they could have a hex and the 
uh, I can't think what the other thing's called now. Hex and Augment cast on it. So, mm. you know, they've been Hex and you cast an Augment on as well and you cast another Augment on as well. And they could, you know, you can end up with a unit with some doing some pretty unique stuff because you'd cast a couple different spells on them. Or just for a, a real game changing turn where you get off some really good spells on a unit and suddenly you've got, say, uh, got some Grail Knights that are like Toughness 8 or something, you know, yeah. or Toughness 9 even, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so, you know, hitting really strong, you get Wisdom's Wildform off, Flesh to Stone off, and then um, maybe if you've got Heaven's Wizard as well, you could get, say, you know, you, um, what's it called? Uh, Curse the Midnight Wind on the enemy, and then, um, oh, what's the reroll one spell called? I'm not just going to matter now, this is going to be gone soon, um, but I can't think what it's called. Um, the, oh, God, I've completely forgotten the name of that spell now. But it's rural ones to him, wound it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, you can. So, yeah, it looks like that's that's going to be going. That's mm. going to be gone by the looks of things. So it looks but... like magic's a bit more straightforward. But what it might mean on the plus side is it might mean that wizards aren't necessarily vital to your army. So you don't have to turn up with a wizard. Yeah. Which was definitely a, you know, a symptom of 8th edition that if you didn't bring a wizard and you weren't playing dwarfs, you're off on the back foot. Although you, you tried arguing that to the corn player I played at. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cheating and spells, what, what are those? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Just acts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I, I have noticed that, that, you know, any other enchantment that previously cast is, is expired. Mm. Um, it is written into the spell, so I'm wondering if there will be some spells that won't have that written on, so you can stack certain spells yeah. together. Because yeah, otherwise, be I thought they'd have just said, as a general rule of casting that type of, you know, an enchantment type spell, it immediately expires anything else that was already on it. But they put it into the actual spell effect itself. Yeah, so there might be a couple maybe. That that, Yeah, I mean, I wonder if maybe if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could could well be that they've got that. That would be interesting if yeah. they did that. But they, I I wonder if maybe they just put it in for any enchantment that lasts for more than you know more than immediate effect. It might be yeah. this. I'm assuming some of the law of life spells. Well, say law of life, whatever the you know the sort of the where the, wherever the life spells end up. You know, like the heal <laughs> yeah. spells. I'm assuming they'll be just instant. You know, they do the thing and that's it. Yeah. So maybe if you had enchantment, doesn't work all that you know. Cancels their enchantments, you know, you heal a dude back and suddenly you've lost all your enchantments. So, yeah, I don't know. It's It'll be interesting. Then we've got the miscast table. I mean, the miscast table as well, that's nowhere near as fun as it is an eighth, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nowhere, really it's nowhere near as wild. <laughs> you know, we've still got, you know, dimensional cascading planets detonation, but they're, uh, they're not as terrifying as they are in eighth, are they? No. You know, there's no chance your wizard just instantly dying. No, um, I don't think so. Is, unless yeah. they have a double out. Yeah, unless yeah, unless instant yeah. deaths in. Yeah, then it might still be there. But yeah, it looks like that's that's gone. So it looks like mm. it's a bit bit less terrifying to miscast. Still dangerous. Yeah. I mean, a large blast strength turn AP minus four. That's still going to kill a lot of dudes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's not quite as scary, is it? Um, no. The 10 to 12 is interesting, where you actually cast the spell, 
Mm. But you just can't that's, do anything else. Yeah, but that's that's a bit of a change. Mm. It's um, you know, to actually not have a bad role on the miscast table. We're not, you know, because in eighth, all the all the roles are pretty bad, aren't they? You know, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like oh, I that's just point, exploded, <laughs> it's like I exploded a little bit to oh, I completely exploded and I also blew up everyone else. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like that's been a bit more contained. So overall, it looks like magic's just been it's been watered down a lot and. It's it's not the main no the main face of the game. It's not it's yeah it's it's not a big thing like it is in eighth edition, is it? Mm. Well, probably any of the other editions by the looks of it. It looks like it's just there, but it's not it's not a a large part of it like it is in the other editions. But yeah, still cool. We'll we'll play a game and it'll turn out as extremely vital. This is it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is it. Yeah, it means you know. I suppose on the flip side of that, it is going to mean that. If you take a lot of wizards, they're all going to be cast into full effect, aren't they? Mm, it's not yeah. going to have that that kind of cap on. You know, if you go over three wizards in eighth edition, then you sort of start getting diminishing returns, don't you? Yeah. Um, whereas in this, that's not going to happen. You know, you could turn up maybe if you're playing Skaven, you take a load of warlock engineers, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be. I mean, again, it might. It you know, it's probably um, in the full rules. But if there's nothing stopping the same, you know, different wizards from having the same spell as well, that could be quite interesting. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah you might end up, as I say, you could end up in the case of something like Warlock Engineers, where presumably they'll still be dirt cheap and you'll be able to take loads of them. Yeah. Might mean that you could have kind of a, almost a little wizard artillery block running around, or a load of fire wizards playing Empire, perhaps. Yeah. So that Hmm. The other thing I noticed, which I think's actually come up on the previous one, but I don't think I I realised at the time, but the actual um, you know unit entries actually have the base size written on them. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's quite cool. That. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if. That. Um, no, no, it wasn't actually either. That's that's quite. Yeah, it's, I, I'm assuming that's for people that have got. Older armies that want to update to new base size, but I mean, that. yeah, it's it's, it's just I, I I kind of expect them to release it, and as a part of that initial book that gave you all the rules for all of the fantasy battle armies, mm. it'd be like a table in there saying, right, this is what it used to be, this is what it is now for each of the units, and then that that'll be it. But the fact that they've got them in the actual unit entry is quite. I don't know, wasn't expecting it. Yeah, it's good to have it there. It's really clear. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's it is good. Yeah, I do I do like that. Like, I think it's you know it's um it's yeah it's a nice it's a nice way of saying you know if you do want to update your base sizes, this is what we'd recommend. Yeah. Sort of thing. I'm sort of hoping it's not going to mean that if you you know people start doing events and going oh you all the base size in there so you have to play that base size. It's <laughs> You know, I'm not. I'm not going to rip off fucking 600 models or whatever it is from their bases and put them on new ones. It's not happening. <laughs> it's just daft. Um, so hopefully that doesn't end like that. But it probably won't. Like I think that most people that are playing old world, you're not going to get. I think it's going to attract the crowd that were playing the older editions of fantasy. So I don't think you're going to get that kind of attitude that you probably would get in one 40k. No, I I, I can imagine it must be this base size or you can't play. Yeah, I I imagine it. The only place you're going to possibly find that is um, maybe like Warhammer World 
officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, like a throne of Scots, some of that. But even then, I imagine it would probably be a bit, you know, a bit more flexible. And yeah, I think as long as it wasn't like a obvious change to, you know, try and get some sort of a horrible advantage. Um, yeah, I can't see that they'd probably have a issue with it. But that's the only place I can think that would kick up a stink about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, I think you're right, yeah. But no, for, for people that are just getting into it, especially for people that are 3D printing as well, that's going to be really mm. handy. This is how yeah. the rebate size is there. Just yeah. being able to go, oh yeah, that's what I, people expect this model to be on. Ideal. You know, I can print that. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's great. I think, yeah, I, really, I do really like that. Um, I'll tell you what, there is something else as well. That's, I mean, it, I suppose we all thought it was going to be anyway, but it's just nice to see. Um, is the wizard level purchasing's the same, and also yeah. magic items are in. Yeah. So, and it looks like they're going to work very similarly to how they did in eighth edition. The points look very similar. Mm. Um, and that's the other thing: the points values look very similar to eighth edition as well. Um, yeah, they, they haven't put the yeah they haven't put the points for the actual cost of the unit, but they have put them in for the upgrades, haven't they? So yeah, and that they're exactly the same as they were in the well they're not they're five the level four and the level two are a little bit different but not by much you know it's five mm -hmm. points in it um and magic items allowance is exactly the same so it looks like it's going to be 100 points for a lord 50 points for a hero although interestingly in this profile there isn't any differentiation of lord and hero but no. that this might be similar to the eighth edition books where you had the profile and all the rules in the sort of the preamble and then at the back, you have the army list where it actually split them up. Oh, yeah, maybe. So it might be just, you know, they've amalgamated the profile just to show it off here. So it might still yeah. be that you've got laws and heroes. Um, but, you know, maybe it would just be a case of there is just a hero slot now instead of laws and heroes, and you just pick them from yeah, there. Yeah, maybe. Um, so that would be, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd say, you know, <laughs> as a magic reveal, maybe not so good, but as a just reveal of how the game looks like it's going to be, um, it's a really cool reveal, and I'm still I'm still really keen for it. I'm, you know, I'm really hyped. Yeah, um, it's going to get hyped. as many people hyped. Well, I mean, I you know, at the end of the day for me, it's not really much of an issue if the game isn't that great because I'll just carry on playing eighth. <laughs> so, well, yeah. You know, I keep playing eighth, and I keep getting hyped. You know, keep getting people hyped for eighth as well. So yeah, I, I think yeah. as we get more models, and we get more people playing eighth edition. So yeah, yeah, I think since since they've announced old world, it's, it's that's that's been it, isn't it? Like. Oh, mm. Yeah, really hope it is good, and yeah, it, yeah, everybody yeah. does. It really enjoy it, and it you know is a nice move on from um, fantasy. But yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, but yeah, I think at so, worst, so it's new models. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so far it does it really good, doesn't it? Yeah. So you know, see, see how the magic phase, well, see, magic the lack of magic phase goes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it does look pretty good. So yeah, I suppose the only. Um, the other big thing that's happened this week is the Heresy FAQ. Oh, yeah, that's been causing some that's, um, tremors. Yeah, <laughs> so now we're going to move over into uh, Moritat Hammer 30,000. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's been the biggest the change there. So all the group chats I'm in, everyone at some point during the, the reveal was yeah. like, you know, ah, oh, more attacks and go over it. And what's mad is like, so the rule always said they could, but I think everyone was like, there's no fucking way that's correct. They've <laughs> obviously written it badly. 
Moratat can't, aren't supposed to be going in the unit. Turns out, no, it's fine. <laughs> turns out, do what the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, everyone gets a Moratat. So, I'd just like to say first, well, let's just a moment of silence for the Forge Lord. Um, yeah. So he lost his rag grenades in V2 and became like, and all his options... And now he's just like a sad little man that sits in the corner and he's like, I used to have a purpose. Next, next to the Pathfinder. Yeah, next to the path, Yeah, next to the Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's at least he's, he's still still fortunate more days. He's still a bit of a combat beast and he can give you, you know, unless you take Thalax and stuff. Um, but yeah. he's not he's not what he used to be, is he? No. Um, no. But yeah, so now the Moritat's taken the Forge Lord's throne of Rad Grenade Caddy. Uh, <laughs> we're not just Rad Grenades, well, they're counter attack. Oh yeah, that's that's like so good. Like everybody's so... been focusing on the rad grenades, but yeah, as you pointed out, the counter attack's quite a big thing as well, actually. Yeah, right. Like just giving, yeah, giving his unit counter attack, like that's really good. So yeah, I think this. I mean, you know, I'm not that. I'm not not against more options. So that's really cool. So I think there's going to be a little space the next couple months, and there there's more attacks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Various flavors of Moratat, um, which were really cool. But yeah, I just I was just surprised by that. I think that was that was the weirdest change, that, that weirdest part of it. I think because I, I like I say I was certain that that would get you know they would just FAQ that and be like, obviously you can't join a Moratat. The rules is worded badly, but no, you can. So yeah, you can throw a Moratat wherever you like. I think the the only disappointment from from that reveal, um, and I know it's. Probably something that brought you to tears when you read it is no more ramming in reactions. Yeah, I had to. Um, I was at work when I saw that, and I had to actually just go and sit on the scaffold for twenty minutes and cry. <laughs> Don't blame you. I mean, it, it makes sense because they've they've sort of blanketed now for everything. No, you know, you can't do another action instead of a reaction. You know, so if yeah. you react, it's only a move or it's only a shooting attack. Yeah. Um, and that's you know that's fine. I think it's good to have it all. You know. Have it all clearly laid out finally. Um, so okay. yeah, I mean, should we should we go through each one of the things and just have a little little gander? Because there's not been that many changes, has there? There has been a couple that have been they're quite big. <clears throat> so obviously the first one is obviously if you go into the main rulebook one, yeah. The first one is the reaction thing. So reactions when making shooting attack, the la- when making a reaction that allows you to make a shooting attack. That unit cannot use any special rules or abilities which can be used instead of making a shooting attack, such as Bowsmith. So, no psychic no psychic weapons, well, no cyber theurgy. Well, sorry, not psychic weapons, no psychic powers. You can yeah. still use the psychic weapons, which is fucking stupid. So you can still do your yeah. bloody telepathy thing. <clears throat> which is like, I mean, and that's the most egregious, probably yeah. the most egregious thing in the game at the moment, isn't it, really? Yeah. Like, definitely. and that's, yeah, keeping that's a bit weird, but... Oh well, you know, that's I wonder if that was intended or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, but it's just, you know, bit up, you can't do other stuff. So you can't mm. do a cyber theurgy power. You can't do Bowsmith. Thousand Sons can't cast their powers anymore. Um yeah. you can't do Biomancy, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah, like I say, I think it's nice to clear it all up. Um, but I probably would have put in that you can't use psychic weapons as well. Um, just so you can't do stuff yeah. like that silly telepathy power. But that's still there. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then obviously reactions in the assault phase. That, that's quite a big change, is you get to choose to make your overwatch or hold the line after the enemies roll their charge move. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> so that's an interesting one. Because you can go, well, I'll see if they get their charge. Because, you know, often you would try and tempt people out, wouldn't you? You'd be like, right, I'm going to charge you with this unit that are five inches away. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, well, well, you know, that unit over there looks like it's going to charge me too. And you're like, well, you know, what are you going to do first? And now you just wait. Because if they fail, you don't shoot them. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a change. It makes it definitely makes your um, your assault reactions a lot more valuable now, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no, yeah, because I think people weren't taking many second assault reactions, were they? No. Whereas now you've got kind of, I mean, mind you, I guess you always need the second reaction less now, don't you? Because you can really choose when to use it. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. I'm not sure I'm fully on board with that, but there you go. I like that go. you can still choose to do it whether they make the charge or not. But you could anyway, couldn't you? You just declared yeah. before they Yeah, roll. but I think, I think the fact that they're, they're allowing you to choose afterwards and you could still do it. So like, yeah, if you, you really want to them. blast blast them away <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they weren't making it in, yeah. then you can you can do that yeah. with, you know, no... Yeah, so they fail the and you're like, oh, shame, I'm just going to fire combo mouse at you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the crew stunned on a zooming flyer. I mean, that's just... just a clear-up of the rule, really. Yeah. So, um, dangerous terrain. That's a quite a big one. The dangerous terrain test is you only take one test per phase now. Um, so that's definitely a bit of a nerf to Eschaton imperative. Probably the main one. Or if you've got like a ton of grav templates, because it's yeah. possible if you, you know, if you had a, um, you know, if you again, normally if you play an Eschaton imperative, you could have the dangerous terrain marker, a grav template, and the haywire template, and that would be three dangerous terrain tests. So they've they've moved that down to one per phase now. So that's you know means you've got a little more survivability against a lot of dangerous terrain. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm. Um Graviton Pulse. Um I think that pretty much oh, actually changed in the Graviton Pulse. So they were on to yeah, I'm just thinking that. It, yeah, I don't. I don't actually know what changed on that. Is it just clarifying that a six always counts? <clears throat> no, I think a six always. I think a six always fell. I'm not sure. I haven't actually got my book next to me, so don't know. There must have been something in there that was slightly different, but it mm. seems to be the same. Mostly something in the wording. Um, yeah. but I'm not sure on that one. So I should have put my book up really, so I could look through it. Um, <laughs> Haywise changed a little bit. <clears throat> Um, so the main thing with Haywire is it against mixed units, it still works. So you can't throw your Haywire hits onto a um, Mortificator now. So you can't have Mortificator taking all the hits for a Dreadnought and being like, I don't care, because I'm not a vehicle. <laughs> so now he just takes the hits as well. So, yeah, he's not, a, he's not like a shield anymore from Haywire. Which is good, uh, or you can't, you can't throw them on a, like a Magos or something. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Yeah. So, Independent Carriers Infiltrate, they, this got FAQ'd obviously last edition, and then they forgot to put it in the new rulebook. <laughs> so, you can join Infiltrate as Independent Characters if they're setting up in your deployment zone. Yeah. Or if they're setting uh, up without using Infiltrate. Makes sense, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shot Pulse, just a clarification on the ruling, really. 
Yeah. Um, any model with the vehicle dreadnought or autonomous unit type suffers penetrate and hit run save wins attack. May only make snapshots when it it next makes shoot an attack as part of the rea- or or as part of a reaction during its phase. I think there was maybe an vom argument. trolling. Could... Yeah, the vom trolling. Love a vom trolling. <laughs> I'm assuming that would that's just to say that you can't react and shoot a full ballistic skill. Yeah. So yeah. Um, little designer's note on drop pod assault and flanking assault um, about overriding restrictions on assault vehicles. Yeah, um, and that's another thing that's really good is they've cleared up the steps for drop pod assault, mm-hmm. flanking assault, and um, deep strike, and that's brilliant. You know, they've got it written out nice and easy now, nice and easy to read. Yeah, exactly how you how how and when you get out of transports. Perfect. Lovely job. Um, yeah, then we've got the biggest page of pink, which is can a vehicle attempt to ram during an advance making a reaction or advanced reaction? No. Cool. So yeah, no more ramming for me, and I'm very yeah. sad about that. <laughs> if not, what you about? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, it does kind of make the advanced reaction with with vehicles a bit useless, I think. But mm. there is. I guess still times when you'd want to use it, you know, you just want to drive it out of the unit, but yeah, it makes a bit less sense. It's, it's to allow yeah. you the opportunity to set up a ram for your next movement phase. That's it, exactly. <laughs> to get ready to ram for the next movement phase. But no, that's that's cool. I, I like that it's it's been made clear and it's yeah. a normal reaction or a, an advanced reaction. So that's good. So just to cover, like, you know, say if you're making the white skies reaction, you know, you go, whoa, it's an advanced reaction. Is it different? No, it's not. You just can't. So cool. Just calm. Just calm. Mm. Yeah. Lot, lot of... um, yeah. What's this one? If reaction or advanced reaction could be made in response to an enemy unit being moved or ending a move within a specific distance of a friendly unit, can that reaction or advanced reaction be made when a unit is deployed or otherwise placed? I thought that was pretty obvious anyway and pretty well spelled out, mm. but it's good yeah. they've just clarified that. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. So uh no none of the uh you can you can do your uh drop pod assaults in front of the uh imperial fists and not have to worry yeah and not get charged excellent <laughs> great success good <laughs> um yeah and then end of an, if at the end of initiative step and the models are engaged our remaining issues are resolved yes I think that's good to put that in. I've heard a lot of, weirdly, I've seen a lot of people have argued that they don't and the combat just ends immediately. Um, but you still obviously resolve the entire combat, resolve all the initiative steps, and then you get to that weird state where people might mm. not be touching each other. I was hoping they would FAQ the whole combat phase, to be honest, just to be a bit better with wound allocation, so you can't allocate yourself out of combat. You know, so you can't just allocate all the dudes who are in, who are in engagement range, and then you do the initiative steps, no one's touching and you end the combat. You know, you can still, I know most people don't play it like that and everyone just sort of fudges the combat phase normally, don't they, to make it work? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of showing that. Yeah. Um, that's quite cool. And the next one, is there a limit on the number mm. of optional attachments I can include? No. So I can finally live my dreams of doing a, uh, Imperium Secundus Royal Army. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I've, I've seen a lot of arguments back and forth on this getting a couple of different group chats and that there people oh, really? saying that you can't an allied attachment isn't an optional attachment or some something like it's 
So, so and you can suddenly take one allied detachment, and it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but the design is not oh, underneath, kind of says that, that you might have complex levels of allegiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's multiple allied detachments, yeah. um, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm all I'm all on for that. I think that's cool. I like being able to put more different models on the board. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I think that's really cool. Same. So yeah, get the Imperium Secundus on the go. Yeah, get me some war crimes. Um, some of Dark yeah. Angels. That's it. <laughs> um, well, you can you can have a Moritz now. Moritz, I could join a unit. I know. Actually, no, because he can't be composed for HQ, can he? So no um, alloyed Moritats. No. Can have my own uh, Moritz, can't they? Yeah, you can have your own Moritz, Black Shack and Hookers. Yeah. Um, and if uh, if I've got Blood Angels with me, I can put my Moritat with with the Blood Angels. Yeah, there you go. Because they're friendly friends, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh if a weapon, so just clearing up how barrage works, so can you fire Barrage, if you've got line of sight, yes. Which is good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was... I don't know where... Have a question? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who would argue that wasn't the thing, but there you go. That'd be a really uh, weird rule, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, the next one just... Yeah, is Barrage resolved against side armor if you fire directly? Obviously not. No. <laughs> <laughs> really odd set of questions. Yeah! I can a little see bit him, of... therefore I cannot shoot him. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least it's clarified, I suppose. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, this is quite a good one, actually. The flyer one. And that's something that I never actually thought would come up. But I guess you maybe will play some someone at some point. They'll be like, well, your flyer actually crashes because it hasn't moved over its minimum move characteristic. Um, so that's clearing that up, that if it deep strikes, it obviously counts have moved its minimum distance, which is good, because obviously you need yeah. to move your move characteristic or you crash. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. another one that you assume, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, can you re-roll up? Can you use Sunder to re-roll the rending roll? No. So mm -hmm. that's that's quite good to have things. So I, I think that was quite, that wasn't necessarily clear, that one. Yeah, so that's good to know. And I thought, because I thought it was the other way, to be honest. That you could reroll the D three from rending. Oh, yeah, I always assumed it was just on the the initial. Yeah, I, I've roll. seen it played both ways. You know, I've seen people play it that you can reroll from Sunder and things. So, hmm. yeah, which is interesting. Um, if a model with the Primark or Demon Primark special rules, basically you can't allocate wounds out of the challenge. So yeah, uh, unless you're Angron. <laughs> Less, yeah. Well, yeah. Take his well, well, he gets around it just by going. I'm just going to challenge more people then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. This one's a good one. Do effects that treat so do effects that treat has been further away affect template ranges? No. And like again, I've seen loads of people claim it does. You know, like it doesn't because the rule is you just put the template down. Whatever it hits, it hits. Yeah. But I've seen plenty of people claim that Alpha Legion or um. Distort, distort field or shroud bombs counts as being further away from a template, which fucking doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see it affecting like the maximum range that you could fire the template at. If it is, you just put the template down. That's how the template rules work. Just as you put down the template, touching your model when anything underneath it is hit. Yeah, no, I meant meant like 
torrent is is just within the like within six inches. Oh yeah, yeah. So what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I could see. I could see people saying it affects torrent. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, do shroud bombs and alphalation stack? Yes. Um. Yeah. yeah, that's quite interesting. The cycle with pyromancy that he can pop off a blast marker and burn people on the challenge. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So that kind of means you got to make sure you actually position your challenges properly because that makes a big difference. Yeah. So obviously, a lot of time you just both pick up your character don't you, and put them in a cool little place on the board, and you're like, yeah. But if you are a pyromancer, put him in the right spot. <laughs> then it'll burn people. Mm. Um, if a model replaces a mastercrafted weapon with another power weapon, does this also have mastercrafted? No. Um, clearing up destroyer weapons. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, clearing up uh, do, if you have a, a spell that affects or a rule that affects Hammer of Wrath, does that override the restriction on Hammer of Wrath? Yes. Because normally Hammer of Wrath doesn't get any bonuses. Yeah. You just use your base strength. Um, this one's quite a good one. Again, it's probably a, you know, it's one that probably could have gone either way, really. And I think it actually makes the Mechanicum rule useless, but don't worry about that. It's Mechanicum. <laughs> The whole book's weird. Um, yeah, if a to-hit roll is made against the majority, but it pretty much is if, if units ignore to-hit or to-win rolls for a certain value, can you allocate those to that model? And then he ignores it. The answer is no. So you can't say, if you've only got a model that can be wounded on sixes by poison, you can't just allocate all the non-six poison rolls to that model and then sack it off. Yeah. Um, which is good. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. It's good to clarify that, though. Because currently, just... I suppose... You know, not you being cheesy. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, it's you know, it's people allocate wounds to all the suzerain in a unit, don't they? So these things happen. They need to stop that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have suzerain. Yeah, I, that's the point. That actually, they didn't bullshit. change that, did they? I'd forgotten they didn't change that, and that's that's yeah, that's a fuck of that. Just because they should have, they should have put that in the inner circle knights suzerain in a unit that's full of characters. You can't throw wounds around. And anybody That's listening, just do the right thing. Just, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Like just don't, yeah, just don't take wounds on every model. It's yeah. it's not on. Nobody likes it's it. Not, yeah, if you've got, yeah, if you've got five in a circle nights and all of them have taken a wound, think about what you've done. Yeah. Reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems like a quite nice, well-rounded FAQ. Yeah, I mean, I th let's say it's actually these rules commentaries at the bottom that I think are the best bit of it all. Yeah. Um, just to show, you know, just to clear up allies and factions, what you can do there, that's really good. Makes it nice and simple and just, yeah, it, that's that's brilliant. And then these ones, the reserve action notes, these are fantastic. Like, this is really good. This is exactly what they all needed to begin with because they're all a little bit of a mess when they're in the rule book and... You know, you meet people, especially people that are sort of from different parts of the country, and they all play it differently. And the rules are so vague. And if you've learned the rules off your mate as well, you might have a slightly different understanding of them. And you know, you can sort of say, "Oh, well, I think it's that." And someone else says, oh, "I think it's that." And you know, you could be staring at the rule for ages, and it a lot of it doesn't 
sort of didn't quite make any sense sometimes or it was like stuff would happen in the same order and then you're trying to work out what happens first so yeah no this is really good so the deep strike one's really straightforward also finally you're not gonna have people going oh you can't get over drug law when it comes down it's like well so <laughs> you go you could anyway but Roy again mate yeah <laughs> but no it's it's because the rule was always was written so like vaguely it was quite difficult to say well can i get out can i not and then, yeah, it's it's really good. The only thing I have noticed that does seem to have changed it is that you can't charge out of a transport that's made of flank and assault, even if it's got the um, the assault ramp. Mm. So that's a bit of a change. Interesting. Um, so I guess if you're outflanking now, you need to come in on foot if you want to charge. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah. So that's... Well, interesting. Mm. Yeah, and then it differentiates that you can't shoot the dudes that come out of a um, out of a transport. Sorry, you can't react against the guys that come out of a transport from deep strike. You can't react against guys that come out of a transport from flanking, but you can react against the guys that come out of a transport for drop on assault. Yeah, I don't think that's kind of fair because how missed would you be? <laughs> can I shoot? Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, but it also means drop pod assault is the only one of the three that you can assault out of a transport with now as well. Yeah, yeah. So that so gives you, yeah, so if you come out of a Yeah, exactly, yeah. So you can get out of a Caribidus and you can charge someone straight away, but they can also shoot you in the face first. But then you are having to pay almost 250 points for that gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, I think, yeah, all in all, I mean, that, like I say, that, that last bit, the rules commentary part is really good. That's yeah. yeah. That's that's really what the, what we needed. That just to clarify all that stuff, because a lot of that, you know, it was it wasn't like silly things. Like, oh, can I uh, can I do this? It, it was more really. How does this work? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so many people were saying like, oh, does it? You know, does it work like this? Does it work like this? And you, you know, it, it's it's not that anyone was trying to be malicious or anything. It's just that you would get people from different parts of the country that played it differently. Oh yeah, but and and. You talk things through with somebody, and and as you say, like your just understanding of of how it works yeah, can be completely exactly. different. Like for ages, I, and I'd I'd only come across it from somebody pointing it out to me at an event. Mm. I didn't think that you could do like pinning on reactions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, like, oh, you can't take uh, was it a, a leadership check or? or and then it, it wasn't until we were at ucg and i think i think it was peter we were talking to and he's like you definitely can because and then yeah. pointed out the rules for pinning the fact that it's not that type of check it's its own mm. specific thing and i was like huh well i'm back to where i started <laughs> yeah that's it yeah and there's there's a lot of little things don't there and like i think so i think that's the same as stuff like um yeah just the order you do things in what can get out of what and when what you can react against so you know it's, it's really good to have all that cleared up yeah so definitely. that's that's brilliant and then we've got the faqs for all the other stuff and i don't think it's pretty worth looking through all of those we'll be here for ages yeah and exactly. things clarified <laughs> the hereticus legion like what rights war you can take with it um which is a shame because you can only take the hereticus rights of war so don't know if we'll ever see anyone playing <laughs> the hereticus the legion hereticus stuff but it's there so that's cool um mm. They clarified that Sons of Horus's um, Legion trait can't be nullified by Hold the Line, which it obviously couldn't, but 
again, there was a... Well, I say that, I mean, I suppose the rule did say that it could. I guess if you read it like that, if well, if you wanted to read it like that anyway, so it's good that they clear that up. Um, yeah, and then the only other one really is the Mechanicum one, or the lack thereof. <laughs> oh, there, was, there was the the other one I've I've heard about is the uh, being able to team up Solar and Militia. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah. Because I, again, I think that was one that I just always assumed. Yeah, I guess a lot most people always assumed you could, but yeah, because they share the um the Imperial Army thing, don't they? Yeah, they share Imperial Army as the Allied child. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Yes, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Just more clarity is never a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mechanicum one, I mean, I was expecting Mechanicum to have a massive FAQ, because the book's, like, there's so many things in the Mechanicum book that doesn't doesn't make any sense. I have heard it is the worst written book. I've yeah, it's it's almost like a, like a playtest document, or it's like maybe a couple of PDFs they had, and they like had to throw them all together to get it printed. Um, mm. There's loads of things that don't make sense in there. Yeah, they reference kind of out of date rules from playtests, um, or you know, just it, it works if you just say, "Look, this is what I think it's meant to say," and you're like, "Oh yeah, cool." Um, but there's a lot of stuff in there that's not quite right. Well, um, and there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that seems just wrong. Like the Questorus knights are terrible. They, you know, yeah. you got one of the knights is weapon skill one with one attack. They they've improved armor just slightly though, haven't they? Well, they've sorted out the army. That's the main thing, yeah. So you can still, Almost. You, yeah. So you can now actually damage armagers with anti with anti vehicle weaponry, yeah. <laughs> which is <Mental>. something. <laughs> yeah. So you can actually use you can use haywire detonation and armor bane and battlesmith all affect armagers if they have the dreadnought unit type. So you you obviously haywire does a wound on a two to five um, with an invulnerable save, a wound on a six with no saves at all. Detonation, which is the melt bomb special rule, so you can target multiple bombs, and armbane, which means you can re-roll your wound results, and then battlesmith, so you can fix them with tech priests as well. So you can't use grenades against it still. Yeah, that's why I said almost. <laughs> yeah, so that's <laughs> an interesting one. I mean, I, I suppose the counter argument to that is that if you do use crack grenades against it, it might make them die a bit faster, but they're really, really tough. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. Maybe that shit. But you know, maybe that's a they've, that's a considered decision. They thought grenades make them too. You know, if you could use crack grenades against them, makes them too weak. Perhaps. Um, perhaps that's the argument. So yeah, it's something. But obviously, a melt bomb something just one wound to them. So you still need yeah. six melt bombs to kill an armiger. Yeah, but you just... only need two to kill a Crystorus knight. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. But. Yeah, um, and then the the other thing was, can he, the Paragon subtype make reactions? And no, see not. But apparently, someone thought it could. <laughs> so that's been put in the FAQ as well that you can't make. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a shame. I think they didn't address a lot of stuff in the Mechanicum book, like stuff like the Crystorus Knights not having brutal in their weapons. Yeah. Um, because at the moment the big Crystorus Knight is weaker than the little. Mechanicum Armiga. Yeah. That's really weird. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's quite a few things that I thought was going to get addressed and didn't. Um, stuff like Ursrax only being able to take one in, in three fists. Mm. Um, that's really weird. So, two of the three Ursrax have to have lightning claws, even though the kit comes with a fist for everybody. And also <laughs> the, picture, the picture of the unit underneath the profile, they've all got fists. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, they can't. So yeah, there's a lot of little things. I mean, there's there's tons of stuff in the mechanic and book that's kind of you sort of well, know. Is there we go? Isn't it? Is, so obviously, because of how widespread the listen to this podcast is, obviously James Workshop will be listening. Sort out the Libra Mechanicum book. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but yeah. But um, no, it's cool. They it's cool. They sorted out the armagers, though. You know, they well, I say sort them out. You know, you can actually use anti vehicle weaponry against them. So I mean, melt melt bombing is definitely the main thing. It's really weird. You can melt bomb them. So I think it's good that you can. But again, I. I think it only doing one wound is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I think I think they should just lose a turn of warrior. I don't think they need to have it at all. No, for the size they are. I mean, if you can kill a Spartan with one motor bomb, <laughs> you should be able to kill an Armager, really. Yeah. So yeah, or at least lose the D three wounds like it does to Dreadnoughts and um, Automata. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be better if it was so, essentially, you know, a Dreadnought. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, even if you just change the unit type to Dreadnought, that would probably be fine, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there, you go. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's that's that. And then there's some other cool little changes here and there. Um, but those those are the main ones, aren't they? The main yeah. things. Oh, you can't take swords on dogs anymore in Sister Silence. Poor, poor good boys. I know. No, no power swords for the dogs anymore. Yeah, I actually, um, I played someone. I think I said the night I played someone at yeah. um, Aaron's event. <laughs> she had dogs on her swords. Uh, dogs on her swords? Swords on her dogs. And she had them all fully converted. You know, they were holding, oh, holding swords in their mouths and that. So it's like, okay, cool. But yeah, yeah. gone. No more. Yeah, oh, I, then. Go on, I sorry. Actually, I was going to say, I think I actually got a, a picture off of your Instagram that I put on the YouTube oh, version. Oh, sword dog. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, sword dogs. Rip. Forever remembered. Pour one yeah. out for the sword dogs. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually something else I forgot as well that's oh. in this release, this release in this update's been really good. Is all the super heavies that come down in cost? All the legacy ones. Well, all the legacy ones, yeah. I say all, not not all of them, but most of them have come down in cost. Um, which is really good. And some of them have dropped like 100 points. Cool. So that's awesome. So hopefully yeah. we're going to see more people using their super heavies, which is great because super heavies yeah. are so cool to see on the board. But a lot of the ones in the legacy profiles are just they're just overcosted, aren't they? Yeah, I will get a super heavy one day, and mm. if it's for my ultramarines, it will be a falchion. Yeah, boy. Just I just whenever I think of it, it's just that scene on on the um, is it. No, no fear. With the first book, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Where it just rolls around and nukes the Titan. Yeah, it's just like yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that awesome. covers off the the FAQ bit anyway. Oh, only... I'm sure there was something else I was gonna. It's all right. Thing. Oh, I've gone now. Remember right at the end, and we'll come back to it. Oh well, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, attack bikes! It's attack bikes! Attack bikes! They've gone down in cost. They've got two wounds, and they got two attacks. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> and strength six moles in nullif case. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. So my nullifier. See, you know, when I built this nullifiers, and everyone was like, "These are crap." It's getting better every day. <laughs> you know. 
turns out that you've got an insider influence onto the rules team. Nullificators <laughs> are the questing knights of Horus Heresy B2. Started off terrible, <laughs> and they're going to get better and better. I was saying, I actually don't think Nullificators are terrible. I think they're pretty good. Like, yeah. I think they're a pretty good unit. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever used them and thought, these are, these are awful. Like, and it's like the fear as well. They're like a terror weapon. So what this unit got? It's like, well, they cast like they're like a sixth of my army, but, yeah, but. they all have disintegrators. <laughs> yeah, they're like this weapon covers instant death. <laughs> I, I um, I think it was the remember when James did the Orson's hate bomb, which was uh, Zoe Mortalis. Yeah. So I played against Aaron, um, with his yeah, he took five, and, yeah. and he took. Yeah, no. <laughs> the disintegrators, and um, yeah, they they did the business against my um, oh, what are they called the Night Lords special terminators. Oh, the Contica. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, did them in. Yeah, they're really good in Zomotalis. I killed um when that same event actually. I had my I had my five, and I killed Dan's entire command squad with them. Just. Boom, gone. Naughty. It's like, oh! Yeah, they, they, they did the Conteca in, but the um, chaplain that I had rolling with them, with his uh, Scatten Power Claw, jumped forward oh, yeah. and managed to do the business in return. But yeah, <laughs> they had a tough time coming on the board. <laughs> Good lad. Was that a Master after the Scatten Power Claw? Because that's yeah, now anymore. gone, thanks to the mm-hmm. FAQ. Right. No more mastercrafted weapons on the chaplet. Well, they're really mad because the first turn you're re rolling anyway because the chaplet. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Just just second round of combat and more. He's like, oh, look how shiny yeah. the weapon is. Well, it's not shiny anymore. <laughs> no. Well, unless he's carrying a power, a generic power weapon. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I suppose that gives you a bit more reason to take actual power weapons than, you know, thunder hammers and fists and claws and all of that. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess you would just take a muscle card Thunder Hammer all the time, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 So um yeah, I think that's that's, yeah, that's everything. Any other yeah. sort of no- notable bit of news that I've seen is that the um Legion Imperialis must have had a good launch because the starter set and a fair few of the other sets are currently temporarily out of stock on the site. Oh, that's so, um, interesting. So obviously, a lot of people either they didn't have much on, or they've sold a lot. I think they've sold a fair bit. I, I saw a, a page one of the Bristol um, Warhammer stores, and they put up on their Facebook saying like it's sold out online. Like, oh. and we've only and they I know they had some. Yeah, you know, I don't know how many, but I know they had some. You know, pre-orders. Coming into the the store there as well, but they they turned around and said we've only got two boxes left, so and there's none left on the website. So if you want them, come into the store quick. <laughs> so mm. um, yeah, and and yeah, it's not just the the starter set. It looks like the both the starties and the um, auxiliary um, infantry sets are out of stock. Got one yeah. of the titans, the little mini uh, Arvis lighters. Oh, that's cool. Some bomber squadrons. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some stuff painted up, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be really awesome to just yeah to see yeah because I I don't know I, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind trying to play it. Um, yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably just end up printing <laughs> stuff for it really, but I'll I'll do that you know <laughs> I'll do that when someone else you know I know people yeah. actually have finished armies. I think a lot of people are going to buy stuff. Yeah, I know a lot of people who have bought things, but I don't know if it's ever going to see a table. It, it kind of makes me feel. You know, gives me that vibe of that kind of game. Uh, I like, yeah, bought a lot, and then it never appeared really. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll definitely get it when it comes back into stock. Um, depending on how many pennies I have left after Christmas. Yeah, that'd be um, good. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll play it with you. So you get you get two. He gets his factions start there, don't you? you get soda and marines. Yeah. yeah, soda and marines, and you get two warhounds. Um, so yeah, we can try it out. Um, yeah, when you've got it painted yeah. up, we'll definitely play some because it, it does. It looks really cool, doesn't it? Like I like how it all looks set up. Mm. You get that like big epic, epic scale battles sort of thing going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, yeah. So I've got to pay, um, only for the vampires first. But yeah. Oh yeah, the sweet sweet vampire counts. Sweet, sweet vampire counts. Yeah, uh, you know we're not going to play it next year then, are we? We're going to be playing fantasy. There'll be time. Come on. There's no time. There's don't, don't crush my dreams. Time for fantasy, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it'll join join the many other gaming systems that I've got models. For. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can it can go in the cabinet of the cabinet of hope. Oh, yeah, because I've got right. uh, two or three um, fully painted Malifaux gangs, and I think I've used them once. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying as well because it's it's an alright game system. <laughs> well, from what I paid, anyway. <laughs> But yeah, I got them. I've got a full Viking saga army. Yeah, they look really cool, actually. Painted that. That's that there. But my Lord of the Rings Rohan army, uh, I think last for, I think it must have been the last East, East of Anna. You guys came up and we had that big battle on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. So it's been a while. So they, they don't see, they, they do get a bit of uh, time in the sun, but. Not that often. <laughs> the troubles of a war gamer. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Talking of models, um, what, what have you been working on over the last week? Well, I suppose you've been away for the weekend, but apart yeah. from that. So, I, I mean, I guess the main thing I did is I finished the drills. For, I finished everything for drill first. Because um, yeah. I still had three, uh, three of the drills. Let's put another coat of varnish on. Just didn't cover any weather and powder. Um, yeah, and then I just... Varnished. I had to varnish some some glasses on my command squad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be shiny. Got to make sure Ivan's glasses were shiny. Um, yeah, and that was it, really. I mean, I've not done. I've printed a load of stuff still. Obviously, as normal, I've been printing more Empire <laughs> um, for yeah. Connor. So that's nearly finished now. So I've probably printed Connor like, I mean, I, I don't know how many Empire models. Loads. <laughs> how <laughs> so many tanks? Uh, I've not done any steam tanks yet. Actually, I've got mm-hmm. I've got some handgunners printing right now, and then when the handguns are done, then it's going to be a steam tank. Just the one? Just the one so far. Okay. That's yeah. Not too bad, I swear. <laughs> no, but yeah, once um, yeah, so a steam tank will be done by this weekend. Um, but yeah, I've not printed anything else, or printed or painted anything else, obviously since then. So I've been been pretty busy, really. Um, yeah, I had a pretty busy week, so I just had a little bit of time to do those. Like I said, I put another coat of varnish on the drills, got the guys finished off. Um, yeah, that was it, really. 
So, not much. How about you? Um, not a lot. I, I got my um, German here still on my desk from when we were last chatting. There, all the skins done on them. So, Ooh. just need to do the uniforms and the bases, and that'll be them. And obviously, paint up the actual bike parts as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I got them, and then, then I've also got on my desk uh, my Ultramarine's Nemesis Destroyer Squad. Oh, these ones are coming to Orphan's Hope. They sure are. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've, they're not too far off being done. I, I was having a, another play around with my list for that event, and oh my goodness. I think I'm on list number 12 now. <laughs> I, I, I have a problem. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I'll do a list and go, yeah, that's it, that's it, not changing it, and then literally two days later, be like, Ah, but it'd be really what cool is. if I had this in there. <laughs> mm. So yeah, I, I I did have a cataphracty uh, praetor, small command squad, and a chaplain that was going to be in a drop pod. Um, and then I thought, ah, oh, but it'd be cool if I could get another character in. So maybe if I do him as artificer armor instead, and then I can get a few more boys in the command squad and then also include a uh, champion as well Ooh. so yeah i've now got to paint mm. well i've got two two more command guys that are almost finished i need to paint up another two and then i've got a um champion and a chaplain I need to paint up. Oh, and because I've changed to not using the Cataracti army, I've also now got to paint up a Praetor, which I'm going to use the model that I got from uh, what's it called? The they did a limited run of them. I don't know. They're they're, they're a commission painting chaplain. I, Car- I think Swansea or Cardiff. Uh, I've absolutely no idea. It's gonna bug me. <laughs> I don't know. I've got. I've literally got no idea. Commission painters. What? Well, you got? A, you got a limited run model off them, did you? Yeah, he did. He did a a um, ultramarines sort of. Oh, they're That's it. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's um, a nice one. Right. Yeah. So I managed to get that, and it's mm-hmm. undercoated. <laughs> but that's as far as I got with it. As I'm thinking. I'll actually do it up for this event. You've got um, a power armor price already, haven't you? Yeah, but I, I want to do what about second power this one. Yeah, exactly. And this one, yeah, it looks a bit more fancier. So I'm going to pay the points to give him the mantle of Ultramar as well, which I think fits. <clears throat> nice. So, uh, yeah, he'll have battle hardened, and he'll be immune to blind. Yeah, boy. Ah, oh, sweet. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's, that's sweet. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I have to start getting the uh, actual drop pods after Christmas. So, yeah, Legion is reality. will probably wait a little while because I've got vampires yeah, yeah. and drop pods to buy. Vampires, <laughs> drop pods, and then you just can play fantasy constantly for a year. Yeah. Yeah, but I've, I've got these <laughs> for that, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I'll probably ask you to print me some more, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but 
the printer will be ready. <laughs> It'll be prepared. So that's that's what's next on the plan. The planned list then is it is finish the ultramarines and then get on the get on the drop pods. Yeah. So I've I've currently got the um, Nemesis Destroyer squad, which is almost done. I've mm. got a half finished veteran squad as well, which I'll need to do for that list as well. Um, and then after that, it will be painting up the two Castroferum Dreadnoughts because um, they thought two would be better than one. Yep. Um, More Castroferums the better. And then just this little command cadre, um, and then it's drop pod time. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the uh, Dreadnought drop pods may, may need to come out of your printer. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The the print the printer stands ready. It <laughs> <laughs> definitely serves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's 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 kind of been my thing. I, I, I did have the weekend free, but um, yeah, we ended up um, we ended up just doing loads of bits around the house and putting up the Christmas decorations. And um, by the time I sort of sat down, I was like. Oh, Actually, I'm just going to play some video games and zone out a bit. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the other Sunday, we some family stuff as well. So um, yeah, it's busy, busy, quiet weekend. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's still time. You over Christmas, you know, like you say, gets get it on, get drop pod building on. Yeah, yeah. I've got this has got a couple of work parties coming up, so. She'll probably want picking up from Bristol from those. So a uh, few that I can hate to just painting, get them done. Yeah, sweet. Mm. So um, cool. Yeah, on on to nice. the the most exciting part of the yeah. evening. I'm just, I'm just looking at how long it actually is till Orthon's Hope, and it's actually not that long. So I've got a lot of Imperial Army to do with them. Yes, but so. Months, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so it's a bit less than four months, isn't it? It's three, three and a bit, yeah, three and a bit. Yeah, that should be right. It should be fine. What 22nd of March? Um, it might be. So, yeah, you got about three months. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's okay. Yeah, 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 that'd be right. So, yeah, it sounds like a lot. I mean, yeah, you think about weekends and yeah. evenings and stuff and you think oh I can't shit I need to yeah. crack on well that's that's it I'm sort of looking at it and going oh I'm busy I'm busy I'm busy oh shit so I need to do oh. I've got three land raiders to build and paint mm. I've got a commissar to print and paint I've got to print my artillery crew still for the basilisk teams I've got to print five sentinels and then I've got to paint all the stuff I've got to print and I've got to paint um Head weapon teams in a jetpack squad as well. So, fair bit still. About commissars, yeah. I found I've got a metal Yarrick. Oh, very nice. Unpainted. Oh, did you find that bad boy too? It was just, just in a box of my models. I was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot I had that. And somebody gave it to me for my birthday one year. Oh, nice. Is that the original Yarrick or the like the old, old Yarrick? Or like, I suppose not. No, it'd be the, the, the current one, but just in metal. Yeah. yeah awesome. I don't know what the 
old old ones look like but yeah, yeah. i think it's the, the the most recent metal one <laughs> yeah oh excellent that's awesome yeah that's that a really nice model yeah it was just a little hit of nostalgia there as well like yeah. <laughs> well brilliant i'm thinking of using my yarrick for um my discipline master with the power fist Oh, that'd be cool. Because because have you got the the special power fist? Yeah, or, or, yeah. That so. on my uh, nemesis destroyer squad sergeant. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna chuck it on a on a commissar and it's getting to challenge out people's heroes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's just a he's just a little twenty point dude. Don't worry about him. And it's like, bam. Why is your fist glowing? Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. It's not irradiated. Garak could be quite a sweet model for that. So I might use my one out of my steel legion. But his, his thing is, it'll look a little bit jarring because he won't be quite the same sort of paint scheme as the dude. So I might have to do something different. But yeah, but commissars are. It's the base more than anything. He's got a oh, different, okay. different base. So base him? No, because then he won't fit the Steel Legion. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Printer so, goes burr. Yeah, it might be might be a case of printer goes burr. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a Yarrick inspired model instead. So that would yeah. be cool. Sure is, yeah. I've not printed any commissars yet, actually, so I need to find to find some bits and get them mm. together. But yeah. But anyway, sorry to cut you off there. We're on to the next. The yeah. next oh. event chat. Event chat. Yeah, boy. So um, yeah, you had your big weekend. Up, I did up, up to north. Up north. Aye. Yeah. So I went up north to the Midlands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, to the um, so I went to Tooth and Claw, which is the uh, it's a it's a greetings in the warp event, um, but it was all the basically everything was all done by the Merchant Princelings, mm. um, so it was a a narrative event, um, so it was in the Hesperon system, um, which was yeah, so it's like it's pretty much your basic, you know, yeah, it, it was I say it's a narrative, and it was very loosely narrative you know what it wasn't sort of the level of james's narrative events you know there wasn't kind of the whole yeah. you weren't sort of pulled in with a really sort of deep storyline and effects and stuff it was just kind of this is the story of this is where the dudes are fighting yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's difficult it's a high bar that james sets yeah J- james has a very high bar yeah that's that's the thing i think james james sets this like yeah it's it's up in the sky somewhere Being spoiled. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, beat that, mate. And I'm not sure I really can, to be honest. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it's yeah, not not to the the level of James's events. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. Um, so you know, like I say it's a sort of a loose narrative. Um, which is good, which is cool. Um, so it's four games over two days, two games a day. So and then it was doubles. So fifteen hundred points aside. So I went with Aaron, um, and he took his second Legion, um, which were obviously normally, he plays, well, I say normally, um, he used to play with Black Shields. Yeah. Uh, but obviously Black Shields still don't have any rules. Um, so he kind of, he was playing with Iron Hand since the new thing came out. Um, but then when Dark Hit, because his whole theme is that everyone's got Volkites, there's no Bolters in the army. Um, so it's all Bolters and Graviton guns. Um, so when... So he was playing with Iron Hands, because um, he said, oh, you know, it lets me take grav guns, obviously, and stuff. 
But then the Dark Angels and Ducktide rules came out, so it meant that he could take Tactical Squad to Volkite. <laughs> so he completely sacked off uh, taking him as Iron Hands, um, and he's been playing him as Dark Angels since then. So his, yeah, so his, in effect, he has Volkite Tactical Squads. So Aaron took for his 1500. Um, he took, so the, the theme of the, the whole list was Drill Fest. So you've been saying that we're going to go to a, and this, this has been going on for like a year, saying that we'll do some point do a doubles event and we'll both take just a shitload of drills nice um so then we this came up we got a ticket and we're like shit guess we've got to do drills <laughs> <laughs> so everything that we could take in a drill was taking a drill so aaron was playing underworld assault um so we had a delegatus he had two units of breaches in drills two units of inducti in drills and then a unit of interemptors in drills Beautiful. <laughs> and then a Damocles Command Rhino, which would sit at the back of the board, hide, trying to die, and give him um, a reroll to his reserve rolls. Um, so then I took um, the Imperial Army. So obviously the Imperial Army don't actually have their own list yet, so obviously using Militia, um, but it's pretty close. So I took a Militia Army with the Survivors of the Dark Age provenance, and the um... He always had a problem called um, War Elite. So, pretty much what I wanted to do is take an army that matched the original Road Trader Necromundans as close as possible. So, the original Road Trader uh, Imperial Army stuff. So, I wanted, you know, dudes in kind of, well, that, that classic style. So, yeah, so I took, took that army. So, I had, um, yeah, so I had Survivors so of a Dark Age and Warrior Elite as my, my provenances. Nice. Uh, so I had my commander, who was um, Ivan Ujin. So he was uh, he was my my progression character for the weekend. So we all had a character that couldn't be a praetor. Um, that was our progression character for the. So every time, so at the start of the day, we all rolled a dice to see what's like. You know, you'd get like a, a perk sort of thing. And me and Aaron both got preferred enemy infantry on our on our dudes. So that was their first skill for the first game. And then at the end of every game, you would roll again to get a perk. And if you died, you would roll roll for an injury. And then depending on what you did during the game, you would get bonuses or negatives to your roll. Um, right. So you would, you would stack up these various bonuses throughout the game and you would get bonuses for fighting other players' progression characters, um, that sort of thing. So I have my... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so I had my Force Commander, so you had Power Sword, Carapace Armor, Simon Familiar, Metal Bombs, and the March Lord Warlord trope, which gave him Battle Hardened 1, um, and then also meant that I passed my first pinning test every turn, which I completely forgot about, and never ever used that, <laughs> <laughs> and gave me a, uh, my All Armies Mean to Fear as well, which again, I forgot about, um, and then gave me a, um, another reaction shoot face. So, yeah. So, I mean, that might as well not have been there apart from Battle Hardens. So I forgot the rest. But that was pretty important, as you'll find out later. Okay. Uh, then I took, uh, so let's say here, the Providence were of Elite, so I was a Dark Age. Then I had a command unit, uh, with five additional dudes, so ten guys total. With a Nuncio Vox, Standard, Plasma Gun, Metal Bombs, Lieutenant, Laz Carbines, and Carapace Armor in a Termite. Then I had a Medicaid attachment of six medics, and that was just spread throughout the six units in the army. Yeah. Uh, then I had two units of grenadiers with metal bombs on the sergeants, two metal guns, a termite, and all equipped with las carbines. And then two units of ten and one unit of eleven grenadiers with each with two plasma guns, 
um, Laz Carbines, and Marion and Termite. And then finally, my only unit that actually started on the board was a field gun battery with two additional field guns, Calliope Mortars and Carapace Armor. So that, that is so cool, by the way. That is six drills, that army. <laughs> <laughs> so I had six termites, and Aaron had five termites. Um, so that's a lot of termites. We had quite a lot of people coming over to us, and it's been like, what the fuck? <laughs> did, um, did you have to come up with team names? No, he didn't. No, no, no. No, otherwise it would have it would have been drill fest. I think we did write drill fest down for a couple of things. They were like, because but um, we asked us we just had our name in there. Sadly, otherwise it would have been drill fest. Either drill fest or dwellers below. Ah, oh, nice <laughs> drill fest. So, yeah, so that was the uh, the list for drill fest. So like I say, we had eleven drills, and then the only things that started on the board was Aaron's Damocles and my artillery team. Right. And so the thing about this is that it's not like Drop Pod Assault or Angel's Wrath or Dare Revelation where you automatically come on. You still have to roll. Yeah. And if you don't come on, you just fucking lose. <laughs> so we were like, cool. <laughs> this might not go very well. Um, but yeah, so, we, you know, obviously we weren't going there to win. It was just because we were like, we're going to take as many drills as we possibly can. Because if we'd sort of thought about it, we'd probably take a couple of extra units just to like pad things out. Yeah. Um, but like it was like, nah, I'm taking fucking drills. So good man. Yeah. So yeah. So um first game was um so for the first the first round they did the matchups where, you know, similar to how James did it, I think James rubbed it off somebody else. Is um you have kind of you know, you just have the table numbers and then both of you put your commander on the table. So one team puts one commander, one team puts another commander, and then you play that team who's put their commander on the table. Um, so we went up against uh, Sam and Pete for the first game, and um, I don't think you've actually met Sam and Pete, have you? They're, they're kind of, I think they're sort of Midlands based somewhere. Um, really nice pair of lads. I've played both of them before at Greens events before. Um, mm. So Sam's got a really nice Emperor's Children army. Um, in fact, first time I played him was when he just got into Heresy. I think he's played 40k for quite a long time, um, but right. he'd sort of just kind of taken the plunge into Heresy and like painted his first like two and a half thousand points, or it was. Um, and they're so nice, the Emperor's Children. Like, they're all, like, really nicely converted. Like, he's put, like, so much time into them, you know? Yeah. Like, and he's got this really nice matte black he's done them. So they're, like, this kind of, you know, this, they've this, obviously, this kind of shocking pink. And then this super matte black. Nice. Like, they go, and it's, it looks really cool. Like, it's got that kind of, you kind of have to do the double take when you look at them. You're like, yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, and they're, they're really nice. Um, so yeah, um, then he was playing with Pete. Um, Pete's got a really cool Iron Warrior army. So again, it's it's similar vein to Sam's stuff, really. It's just like the more you look at it, the more you see. Like it's just <laughs> got all these like really awesome little conversions in it, and like you know the little markings and stuff. Um, and he's got an inductee squad that's got hazard stripes on their helmets, <laughs> <laughs> and they look like yeah, they just look really cool. So um, yeah, so we we were playing against them two first. Um, so we set up, and obviously we were like, we explained the premise of Drillfest. Like, so, <laughs> here's, what's, here's what's going on. These are drills. There's dudes in the drills. The drills are not here currently. If you kill this, these two units, you win the game. <laughs> yeah. We are like, ah, oh, cool. Um, so we won the role for a strategic advantage. So we're using the strategic advantage role um, stuff from Sushikathania, instead of like the, the traditional first turn thing. Okay. So it was, if you get strategic advantage, you choose your table edge, you go first. And you choose if it's night fight or not. Okay. So they used all that 
Um, it, it was all custom missions, so each mission was, you know... Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, each mission was towards the event and the narrative. So the first one was capturing uh, signal relays. So we had... There were two... Uh, there were two relays on the board, both in yeah. No Man's Land, um, situated sort of halfway out the board each way. And you had to count, you had to hold both signal relays to score points. Okay. Um, well, I think you got one actually if you held one of them, but you got more points holding two, so you had to hold both both the relays. So, um, turn one, Sam and Pete moved up, obviously took both the relays, and we were like, "Cool, well, we can't do anything about that." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, we did like nothing turn one because um, it was night. We couldn't because we picked night fighting. So we were like, "Yep, that might help us survive." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, so we then yeah, so then so then their turn, they moved up. Um, they illuminated my artillery team with a spotlight from a rhino, um, and then I did return fire on the rhino, scattered, killed a thalax, and pinned the thalax squad. And I was like, "Yay!" Then I got shot by a laser destroyer and it killed all of my artillery. So that was all my stuff dead. And I was like, "Cool." <laughs> it was just down. So it was just down to uh, just down to Aaron's uh, Damocles after that, and it was kind of like everyone's like, you know, like ever. It was the proper like this this Damocles sort of maneuvering around with reactions to try and get away from a land speeder. Um, <laughs> the land so land speed like zoomed up. It's got like las cannons and a mowy mower. So we're like, oh, like so. Um, it pops up, fires away. And the land, the obviously that um, Aaron's popped smoke in the first turn, so we had a six up cover as well. Because we, oh, yeah, that's right. So we did hide, we hit, the, we had the rhino behind the, some rocks, thinking, oh, let's be brilliant. And then Pete had that Iron Warriors trait, which is the tyrant of the Lysandra, I think, so like the siege one, where you pick a piece of terrain that just doesn't provide cover anymore. <laughs> oh. So he's like, right, we'll bomb that. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> so it's just this rhino sheltering behind this, like, bombed out rock. Just with a six-up cover. So we're like, oh, boy. Um, so it got, like, you know, it got shot by a couple of things and managed to survive. Um, and then it got, this land speeder went for it. Uh, Aaron evaded, and he managed to walk away with one hole point left on the land, on the Damocles. So we're just like, ah. So got to our turn, too. I rolled for my reserves. I didn't come on. <laughs> okay. uh, so this is the thing. So we didn't. We um. You you both both your armies count as separate armies. Um. So we were just saying to our opponents at the start of the games, like, do you want us to roll for us separately or at the same time? Um. So three of the four games we rolled separately. One of the games we rolled at the same time. Um. Okay. So this one we rolled separately. So I didn't come on. So I was like, it's up to you, my friend. <laughs> so Aaron did come on. So he brought all his stuff up in peace deployment. I said peace deployment so in the no man's land around the um. The, the signal transmitter that Pete was holding. Um, didn't scatter. Uh, what did he? No, sorry, he did scatter, actually. So he hit something, a mishap, and Pete repositioned him, um, but he wasn't disordered. So right. the good th thing about termites is they don't scatter that far in the mishap, and they also, even if they're disordered, it's still only a 12-inch bubble range. So it's okay. not like it's not as bad as it is for deep strikes and drop pods and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like you're not as fucked if you come in disordered. Yeah. Um, which turns out it's really fucking good. So anyway, termites pop up. Um, one gets positioned, the rest come out around it, and then they just start doing damage. And I'm assuming you're going to put some pics up on your um your YouTube version of this. So like, sure will. 
you can see, like, you know, just the damage that that many termites does when it comes up is fucking insane. And we were just like, oh. <laughs> so they just, they just like, you know, they come up, they just decimate everything. So the, the termites, they've got a different, again, they're a bit different to the other, the other reserve actions. They come up, they do all of their damage. So everything within six of each termite takes, or rather, each termite does d6 plus three, strength six, AP4 hits to every unit in six inches of them when it comes up. Mm. So you're doing a lot of damage. Um, so it comes in, smashes a load of stuff, kills like, you know, damages some rhinos, damages tactical marines. The offset of this is they don't do pinning to anything and they don't cause morale tests. Right. So you don't knock people, you know, you don't necessarily pin anyone down, but you do do a lot of damage. So they come up, smash a load of stuff up. Um, yeah, like killed another Thalax. This Thalax squad had a terrible time, by the way. So this Pete had a single Thalax squad that he took. There was just like floating around trying to do stuff, and they just had a shit time of things. They ended up like running away most of the game. Um, so another one of the Thalax died from that. Like loads of tactical marines died. Like damage to rhinos, damage to the Vindicators. So yeah. Um, and then the next good thing about termites is that you can only intercept the termites themselves. So interceptor fire is fairly minimized when they can't shoot your. Mm. You know they can't shoot um your stuff with anything meaningful. And this is another thing we noticed, is that barely anyone was taking augury scanners. So it sort of seems like augury scanners have kind of diminished a little bit now, like people aren't spending the points on them. Because if we were to play someone like, say, Adam with his Iron Warriors, where everything's got an augury scanner, yeah, we'd have got decimated. My um, Ultramarines all have um, mm. augury scanners, but I think that's I've taken that more as like a fluff sort of reason, the fact that all the units are properly kit- kitted out. Yeah. Sort of thing. So everything has a Nuncio Vox Augury Scanner and Vexilla. Mm. Yeah, you carry on. Yeah, so um, there wasn't a lot of Augury Scanners. So anyway, it took, took a couple of hits and stuff, didn't really do much. Um, mm. I think one termite died, and then the dudes got out, and then they weren't pinned, so carried on. Um, so then after the termites will come up and they've been intercepted, the termites can then all move, and the dudes can all get out. So, you know, the termites roll around, they do a bit of ramming, some of them, some of them just move along a little bit, because they've all got a three-shot melter on them as well. So they come up right next to everything, <laughs> then it's a three-shot, six-inch range melter <laughs> on each one. So Aaron pulled out a lot of dudes, um, and they just started, like, firing away at um, Pete's stuff, killing some more things. Um, the interrempters got out. Um, the interrupters are really fucking scary when you get, you know, you get a unit of them out right next to like a big scary HQ or something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and then it was obviously on to shooting. Um, and yeah, it just like, you know, just that many guys like coming up right in their face is just like really good. Like, there was a lot of, um, you know, sort of back and forth. Like, Pete got, to, got a really good um, bit of theory off. Right. So Aaron, Aaron shot his tactical squad with an inductai squad. Um, so obviously they've all got Volkai's the inductai. They pretty much wiped out a tactical squad. Um, but P had done a bit of fury, so he shot back and pretty much wiped out the inductai. <laughs> <laughs> so and they had trapped the ball as well, so they then pinned them. <laughs> so like, yeah. So it was like a proper, you know, proper sort of barrage. Um, I think the biggest scare, biggest thing was Pete used his evade. Um, with something else. I think it's some melt... Oh, what did he use vein against? Something. I think it was some melts of a drill, which didn't really do anything. Um, and then they just got ruined by the Interemptors. So the Interemptors just wiped out the um the command squad. 
So it's a cataphrat taken on squad, and they just got destroyed by the interrupters. Um, so all that was left was Pete's dude. Actually, it wasn't a command squad. It must have been a, a normal Terminator squad because it had a forged lord leading it. So it would have been a normal Terminator squad. But they all got wiped out. Um, and then the I the um forged lord got killed by a melt gun. <laughs> so yeah, so he went down. So Pete's had a pretty terrible time. Meanwhile, Sam's obviously on the other side of the ball with nothing to do. Because <laughs> I wasn't there, there's like a whole Empress Children army doing nothing. So he jumped his assault squad over, you know, they tried to come over and help. Um, yeah. But most of his armies just sat there not doing anything, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it was kind of, you know, like, so then, um, yeah, the assault squad jumped on over, did their thing, um, in, and sort of got into, got into combat, started fighting. Um, and then we rolled for reserves again. And I don't think I turned up. <laughs> so, oh, no. yeah. So, <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, I'm not here again." So yeah. So then it was just Aaron getting beaten on by the as many Empress children could get over there, and the what was left of the Iron Warriors. So then all bailed out of their transports and started attacking. Um, so although, like, he'd done a lot of damage to them, like, he killed the Vindicators, he killed, like, some Rhinos, he killed a lot of the Tactical Marines, and he killed the Terminators, what was left, plus the Emperor's Children, was still pretty scary, because once you've got out of the drills, you, all your teeth are gone, if you know what I mean, and obviously you haven't got particularly hefty dudes um, in those drills, like, you've got no, like, Terminators or anything like that, yeah. you know, it's all dudes in power armor. Um, so they started getting smashed in. I think what probably actually won us the game funnily enough was pete jumped his assault squad over a rhino and two of them landed on top of it it was as a dead destroyed rhino so it's obviously it's dangerous terrain yeah um and he was like oh it's gonna be dangerous terrain test isn't it and he's like oh, i'll be fine so we're like, okay so he lands on it no problems no damage dangerous terrain he then charges them a breacher squad and rolls two ones for both of those assault marines, and both of the assault marines were holding the power weapons in the unit. Oh no! <laughs> so both of them died, and it was like, oh. so that really like it meant that. So Aaron did angels of death with his unit, which makes him fearless. So it just meant that he that turn they were fearless and fear, so they held on. Yeah. And so, um. So yeah, that probably was what changed the game because if that hadn't happened, the assault marines would definitely have to smash that unit in and swept them. Yeah. And that had Aaron's Dele... No, it didn't have Delegatus. No, his Delegatus was pinned, actually. He got pinned by an exploding termite earlier on. So he was just sat there, like, crying at that point. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then, my guys came up. <laughs> so, my guys rolled up, and I got... So, um, Sam had his Paratime Blades just, like, out in the open. So his Paratime Blades and a Chaplain. Um, it basically, his, his, sort of his army was set up with a lot of holes in it, so I could throw stuff in there. So my first termite came up, didn't scatter. And then all my others came up in like a circle around these Palatine blades. And <laughs> I just annihilated them. Like, they took... Because it's six termites worth of hits. So it's like 6d6 plus 18 hits. Good man. Yeah. Like, all winning on twos. And obviously, we'd have got two up saves, but it's a lot of damage still. Yeah. Um, and he just didn't really have anything capable of insecting me, because it was all this... You know, it was loads of sort of like close combat oriented dudes. So it was like Paratime Blades in Dark Tie, um, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're all really powerful combat stuff, but not really anything that could intercept a drill. 
Right. So all the drills just rolled up and just decimated them. Um, you know, did a ton of damage in duct eyes, ton of damage to tacticals, ton of damage to the Palatine blades. Um, and then my guys got out, damaged the dreadnoughts as well. We see had some dreadnoughts. Um, and then my guys all got out and like again, just for militia shooting, it was hilarious. Like so, I did two wounds to a dreadnought with like. Well, no, three wins straight up with metal guns. <laughs> this chap just went <laughs> with three grenadiers holding metal guns. Um, I killed the chaplain with a drill. So he just got gunned because he was the only one left after the palletized took a load of damage. Um, so he got gunned down with a, with a metal gun from a drill. Um, <laughs> the inductor I just got pumped by various shots and plasma guns and what have you. There was only like two of them left. Um, yeah, and then so. Yeah, I did a ton of damage to him that turn. I just it was like really savage. We was like, oh shit, sorry. Um then Sam's turn, he charges me with what's left. So Dreadnought charged my charged my um grenadier squad with two metal guns. They shot it, it got it down to one wound of metal guns on on Overwatch. So I was like, oh <laughs> Um and then the inducti charged into my um into my grenadier squad, who overwatched and killed some more of them. Um and then it got into combat. So in combat, the Dreadnought kills three of my Grenadiers. And then the Grenadier Sergeant grabs his melt bomb, throws it, five to hit, ideal. Rolls the wound, gets a one. But it's armor bane. Rerolls, gets a six. Sam fails to save, <laughs> Dreadnought explodes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like, holy shit! So yeah, so this Dreadnought's like, just exploded everywhere. He killed like two of my dudes or something. Probably more, actually. Probably like five. But yes, yeah, so he didn't kill anyone in that squad. He killed dudes in the squad next to him and not that squad. And that squad was, oh, I was like, fucking absolute heroes. So they're like, yeah, boy. And then up the other side to this Inducti squad, or what's left of the Inducti, there's only two of them left, has charged my Plasma squad. I say plasma squad, there were actually one of plasma guns left, and they both exploded at that point. But anyway, charges them, and I was like, right, challenge. So my sergeant pulls out his combat knife, because the grenadiers all come with a combat knife and a pistol. Right. And he fucking stabbed the inductive sergeant in the neck and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the squad all got killed by the single inductive who's left. But that was okay. I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah so he killed him um yeah and then after that it was just kind of on my side like i say i just sort of broke through really with the army and then you know aaron sort of yeah he just tidied up what was left the iron warriors um and it was a pretty decisive victory in the end like mm. you know they had a unit of tacticals that was no sorry another unit of doctor i think uh, and that's hard to spoilers no tell like the inductor that wasn't the inductor that was a spoiler squad that he um the sergeant for the other one the inductor with the other ones um and they actually were running away so they got i rammed them with a drill that's even more impressive so yeah. the, the squad sergeant managed to take out a, a full-on space marine not just some yeah. child soldier oh, yeah. i mean he got he got crushed afterwards by just a, another full-on space marine oh well, still yeah <laughs> so yeah so it, it ended up like a some absolute crushing victory the drill first but like, obviously, my description's probably not been that good to be honest. Now I think about because it, it was such a fun game. Like everything was just so it was. You know, we just all of us were just laughing like fuck the whole way through. It does like, sound like a oh that, yeah game. stuff like a land speeder. So I hit a land speeder with like it took like thirty hits or something stupid from the drills coming up and just got crushed. 
but like all these drugs coming up. But yeah, it was just so many like really funny things. Or like um, Aaron blew up, a, like say his Delagas's pins. He blew up like a rhino and it pinned him. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> like it's just loads of yeah, loads of like and these Thalax, like this this three man Thalax unit just got had such a terrible time. So, so they got pinned turn one by return fire. Then they took like a hit from someone else and lost a dude and then ran away and then lost a dude from someone else and ran away. And they just kept running and they finally regrouped just on the board edge and then got hit by someone else and died. And it was just like, oh, like, but that they, um, yeah, it was, that was just such a good game, you know? And like I say, like playing like sound piece always like so fun. They're such like fun opponents to play with, you know, it's just like constant like laughs and that's just, just, yeah, such a good game. Okay, so moving on to game two then. So, um, game two, we played against um, Sam and Deck. So, they were playing uh, Sons of Horus and um, Alpha Legion. So, I'd actually already come up to them before, um, so I'd seen, um, seen Deck's Sons of Horus army, and I really liked the green that he put on them. Right. So, they were like... Proper, like, you know, he's like green and he's like phasing his highlights now. I don't know, it's something about that. It's like, it looked like the sort of the perfect Sons of Horus color, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, it's like text, but it wasn't like too sort of over the top. Like, it was just really good. So, I'd actually already been chatting to him earlier on. Um, so, yeah, so we um, brought up against them. So, they were playing, let's just say, they were playing Sons of Horus. Um, so, in the Sons of Horus army, he had a big unit of um, jet bikes in a command squad with a Delegatus. Right. Um, and that's how this was a really good thing about the event actually is because the with the progression you couldn't have a praetor um progress and you couldn't take special characters so then there was a lot of lower level characters running around like there's a lot of delegatus yeah so loads who like delegatus because of steve saw player right at war um but there were like legion champions there's a lot of forge lords as well and people because i think probably because a forge lord is like after the, he probably the second most killy character, I think, after the Praetor, because he's got the Machina Arrow. Ah, uh, yeah. So he's got that extra couple of attacks, but he also likes to take Thalax, and it seemed like a lot of people were taking Forge Lords and Thalax, which is interesting. So, although I know mm-hmm. I was joking earlier about the Forge Lord, Forge Lord crying because he's not, it doesn't do what <laughs> mine, that does anymore. But it seems like he's still, you know, he's still being taken. But yeah, without people taking Praetors. There was like there was a lot of Forge Lords there, which is cool. Um, but yeah, and like I say, like Legion Champions too. So it's cool just to see like a few more of the 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 lower level characters that often the Protor overshines. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Um so anyway, yes, yeah, so we had a Delegatus with a command squad on the jet bikes. Um they had like a mixture of the Thonian special weapons. Um so like mainly Tabars. Um so if they got in combat, they were just gonna destroy us, you know, with like <laughs> breaching four plus weapons. It's like oof. Um, then he had some tactical marines, um, and he also had a knight as well. So he had the which one was it? The one with the uh, the castigator, and the one with the bolt cannon. Um, so we had that too. Is that the so one that, that's got the gun on the sword? That's right. Yeah, the gun on yeah. the sword. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so we had that one as well. Um, and then um, so and then Sam was playing with Alpha Legion. Um, so he had, he was playing Headhunter Leviathal. Um, so he actually, was he playing Headhunter Leviathal? He can't have been, no. Because he didn't have a, he had a Forge Lord. 
So he just had some he just had some head notice. Um, so he had he had some um so he had some he had a forge lord in a um in a lamb raider with a unit of um Linnaeans attached to him. Then he had some headhunters um and some tactical marines. And two laser vindicators as well. Ooh. Yeah. So we set up, um we lost what's it called for this one? Um what did we? God, you know, I can't remember now. Memory's so bad. I was going to say we lost... Um, it's all three days. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, I was going to say we lost strategic, strategic advantage, but actually, I'm not sure we did. No, we did. We did lose strategic advantage, and they went first. So they set up, and then we set up at the other side of the table. Um, pretty much, again, just taking cover so we don't die. <laughs> yeah. So Aaron was set, set his, his, uh, his rhino up behind the best cover he could find. <laughs> and then I set my artillery squad up uh, in because there was no other cover they could hide behind. So they sort of set up as far back as they could so they could try and fire artillery at stuff uh, before yeah. they went down. Um, so yes, yeah, so they moved up to one um, and just again, um, you know, we were just trying not to die really. Um, so they moved up turn one, and the headhunters infiltrated um, as close as they could to the Damocles. So they were ready to to take it out because they had a multi mower. Yeah. Um, and then the so they moved right round the corner at Damocles, um, and Aaron just moved reacted <laughs> as far as he get away. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the jet bikes like boosted up as well. So this mission was capturing um, ammo dumps. Um, so the there were three objectives on the map. Is this the item one? I can't really, I can't remember what the narrative was for this one. To be honest, like, so the narrative was a bit. It was kind of light, you know. It wasn't like to the level of James's stuff. It was kind of more like this is the mission and this is why you're catching these objectives. And um, it's quite similar to like, do you remember the eighth edition forty k missions? Like, yeah, yeah. It's quite similar to that. Like there was a number of objective markers on the map. This is what you had to do to score them. Here's a very basic description of what the narrative is for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of like that, you know, it wasn't particularly brief. So anyway, so um, you know, we're capturing so there's three objectives on the map, um, and we had to capture them. So they're all in the middle of the board. Um so yeah, they they shot up, um you know, moved moved along, uh weren't in range to shoot us with anything, um, because it was night, and I think they'd chosen night fight, and I don't know why, but um so I fired some artillery at some jet bikes. I missed, didn't really do anything, um, and that was it. So then their turn, they started firing away, <laughs> um, and they killed my artillery squad, um, and the headhunters, uh, Aaron obviously had popped smoke with, uh, with his, um, his Damocles, and then yeah. the headhunters fired it, and he evaded, and it managed to survive. <laughs> so we were like, yeah. Um, so then we both off reserves, and we both came on. Oh, nice. Yeah, and this is where we found out that turns out eleven drills is really fucking strong. <laughs> so, well, I say that we'll we'll go into this, but um, yeah. So they all came up, um, and we the board was fairly open in the middle, so it was kind of rocky on the outside. In the middle, there was kind of like an infected, like Nurgle jungle sort of thing. So there was like a couple of like ruined trees and then a load of craters. So it's all like difficult terrain for the vehicles. Um, but we were like, well, we'll just go in anyway, and if we get immobilized, we get immobilized. So we came up, um, neither of us scattered, which is good. Um, or I might scatter a tiny bit, but not enough to be relevant, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
all the droids came up and just did so much damage to everything. Again, this is a, a theme of the day, or the weekend <laughs> rather, is like just Phalax getting annihilated by the drills. Because Phalax obviously only got a four up safe. Uh... So they're taking D6 plus three per drill within six inches, and taking D6 plus three, strength six, AP four hits. Oof. Like, so, you know, it's wounded on threes, and they've only got a full no pain six up against it. So yeah. they were just getting there. So I don't think, other than accidentally scattering the template onto them, I don't think we we like purposely shot at the Phalax unit all weekend. <laughs> like, they, just, they just they just died from like collateral damage. <laughs> so yeah, so these so there's there's actually a picture that I've put up. It's on the game the picture put up of game two on Instagram. Just of the amount of Alpha Legion that died from the drills coming up, and it's like. So it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 7, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 tactical brains. Oh my goodness. Four headhunters, um, four thalax, and two Linnaeans. Oh my Christ. So that's ju- yeah, so that's just from the drills coming out before anything else. And then, so that was my one came up, and then Aaron's ones came up, and he just deleted an entire tactical squad. Like, they just died. Moved up, it's like, oh, they're, they're just dead. And we were like, oh, shit. Like, oh. So, yeah, it just did so much damage. So we kind of just decided to ignore the knight. Um, sort of ignoring the knight was the best way to deal with it, because we didn't really have anything that could fight a knight. So we just kind of went, yeah, we'll just pretend that's not there. Because, <laughs> like, if we got the drills right next to it, so we could fire enough melter to kill it, but then it would mean that we'd be completely displaced against the rest of the army. Yeah. The drills are too slow to get anywhere near it. It's enemy of eight inches. Um, so anyway, so the, we came up and just like so it just, it just decimated them. It was sort of like shit. So we're like, oh, sorry, boys. Like you know, we sort of didn't realize how good this actually was. <laughs> <laughs> just meant to be a meme. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it was. It started off as a meme, and it turns out it's actually pretty strong. <laughs> so. <laughs> All the boys, you know, they did some intercepting, but again, the intercepts that they had wasn't really, you know, there wasn't really much to it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so um, so we got out after the the minimal intercepts and just started firing away. So the interemptors got out in front of the command squad. Um, I brought a plasma squad out in front of the command squad, and then a volkite team came out in front of them as well. Um, I got my motor teams out in front of the tanks. And then uh, Aaron got a breacher squad out behind the Vindicators. And then the drills just sort of lined up to fire Melter at stuff, really. So um, it's a really cool move that um, Sam did. So what he did is I went to shoot his Land Raider with a termite. It was right next to it, ready to motor it, and he smoke and mirrored. <laughs> so he smoke and mirrored the entire Land Raider with all the Linnaeans and the Forge Lord in it. Because the Forge Lord did a move react to get back in the right in the land raider when I moved my termite closer. So I was like, yeah. okay, fair. And then yeah, so I had like a couple of drills and some melter dudes aimed at this termite, <laughs> targeted it, and it just fucked off. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And I was like, oh no! So we just he just moved away and then didn't scatter. So it was just, but obviously with the drills because they've only got center line weapons. Yeah. Um, and they're only six inch range. So against Alpha Legion, that's like two inch range. Yeah. Sorry, no, four inch range rather, because you take two off as well. So if you're not right there, you can't get them. So it was great. So he just put, he just completely took the Land Raider out of the way. And it was just perfectly safe. <laughs> so 
it's like oh I was probably yeah, I meant to say Beck also had a unit of um he had five ter- five cataphracts by terminators in a land raider as well over the other side of the board, which was like right over the other side, so we couldn't really do anything about it. It was just there, like biding yeah. its time. Um so that sort of came into play a bit later on. But yeah, so the land raider got out of the way and that nullified a lot of my shooting that turn. I was kind of like, Oh, I can't really do anything now. You know, I've got you know, I'm saying it can't do anything, I couldn't do anything in that that bit of the board, like still at the other bit. Um so then the command squad of Sons of Horus Command Squad, um, Aaron shot them with the the, um, the Interemptors and just destroyed them, pretty much. I think the Delegatus was still left and we gunned them down with some plasma guns. After yes. that, like, yeah, it was just, like, oh, my dudes. Oh, that's the point. So, my, the plasma guns are on militia. <laughs> so, it turns, obviously, it's a straight, you know, it's a um, an auto-wounded AP force. They just don't get a save. If they overheat a plasma gun, you've just got the medic there trying to save them on a six up. So you just there at this fire extinguisher, like, no! <laughs> Low trying to save them. Like, I blew up so many guys with plasma. So it's be like, oh, that's a one, and he's dead. Oh. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking funny, actually. Pretty good. So I'm like, I'm going to fire this at you, but I might die. So a lot. Toughness four, are they? Toughness three. Wouldn't they get doubled out by plasma? No, you don't take the damage. You don't take a hit of the strength, just the AP. Oh, okay. You take an automatic wound with the AP of the weapon. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never Sorry. been in a situation <laughs> <laughs> where that's relevant. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, turns out carrying a plasma gun if you're a grenadier is pretty hazardous. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I probably killed most of my plasma guns during that game, just firing at stuff. Um, so yeah, so I'd say that we sort of, again, it's kind of like, you know, what we could aim at just kind of got destroyed, really, for that first turn. So we killed loads of dudes. Um, so then it went back to their turn. And these two land raiders then trundle up. They're just full of Terminators. <laughs> We're like, oh, no. Uh, so they got out and started looking, like, menacing, you know. So I was like, <laughs> oh, and then they destroyed my... They destroyed the termite that had my command squad in it. And so, you took that personally. And I took that personally by bailing out and then being pinned with that command squad. <laughs> I was like, oh. Um, so then they charged my command squad. And I was like, you're right. We'll have this. So we had a challenge between my warlord, Ivan, and his, uh, his uh, cataphractite forge lord. So at this stage, obviously, we've got a few... Because we've had our... We've had our progression stuff from the from this you know the start of the day, and then we've had a progression thing from the from the first mission. Yeah. So Ivan at this point had a murderous strike las pistol. <laughs> so because I got I got any weapon can have murderous strike, and I was like, oh, I'll put my pistol. And I was like, no, it'd be funnier if it was on the las pistol. So and then we're like, oh, he can use that in combat, can't he? It's a close combat weapon. So <laughs> I pistol whipped the Forge Lord. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I take the challenge. So I pistol whipped him with a murderous strike last pistol, and I got a wound off with it. And I was like, ah. So, um, but then he passed it safe. So, because it's, uh, it's yeah, because it's safely nothing. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. And then he just got fucking flattened by this forge lord. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very sad. Um, but we realised afterwards he shouldn't have actually died to that because he had battle hardened from his warlord trait, and then he had battle hardened improved. Than another battle hardened from being a progression character, right? So it sounded like they all got battle hardened, 
Um, so he was actually about on two, so he shouldn't have got doubled out by strength eight, which is sad. Mm. But poor, poor Ivan. He was slain, so he was he was crushed. Forever um, in our memories. Forever in our memories. Um, and then the rest of the squad obviously just got cut down by Terminators. Yeah. So like no. Um, and then we decided to have a have an agreement that the Forge Lord would only because um we gunned down all the rest of the Linnaeans with various things. Um, but then we had an agreement that Aaron's Warlord and the Forge Lord would have a have a duel to the death. Okay. So while everyone else was all gunning each other down, the Forge Lord just sort of wandered his way over to Aaron's Warlord. Um, but then he broke the agreement and he shot a turbo with a melt gun. So, that is outrageous. Outrageous. So then the Forge Lord got shot by a couple of things, but he didn't care. He survived. So we got into the challenge and they both fought and they both died. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of char- progression characters killing each other. Um, nice. But he, sort of Forge Lord, because he died in the first game, he had Rage as well. So he had minus one initiative and Rage. <laughs> so he had a ton of attacks when he got into combat. It's just like, oof. So and he was running around with a Thunder Hammer and a Machinari. So it's pretty scary. Um, and he's really well converted as well. I should have said, like, it's a really cool conversion. So he's done using the um, the base model is the Siege Breaker, I think, from okay. Forge World. So I think, yeah, I think it's Siege Breaker, yeah. So that's the base, like the Forge World exclusive one. So it's the base model is that, and then he's got a backpack. He's got shoulder pads that are they're either three D, pr- I think they're three D printed, um, but they've got like some, you know, they've got like hydras and stuff on them. They look really mm. cool. Um, and then he's got like a backpack from a tech marine from somewhere. Uh, no, you know what it's from? It's from the one of the Mechanicum tech priests, or the mm-hmm. Mechanicus tech priests. Um, I think it's from one of the engineers. So it's from one of those. Right. Um, but it's it's really nicely done because it's still this this proper like cybernetic looking dude, you know. But he's still very like he's very clean sort of thing because he's he's Alpha Legion, so he's not got all the weird like. You know, you know, when you, you'd expect a fortunate from some legions, they're kind of a bit like, you know, they're very kind of like hazard and sort of like rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's this, you know, he looks like a very kind of high tech, um, high tech professional dude because he's obviously the Alpha Legion don't sort of fuck around, do they? Mm-hmm. You know, they get to the point and get things done. So yeah, really nice conversion on there. Like, look, just look, yeah, such a nice model. Um, so yeah, so the, the, the game ended pretty much with this, you know, most of the other stuff was dead, to be honest, and Knight ended up going down in the second to last or last turn to a melter gun, um, mm-hmm. and then just exploded and killed loads of stuff around it, as you do, like, mm-hmm. blew up and killed loads of stuff. Um, yeah, we couldn't, didn't manage to kill the Alpha Legion Land Raider all game, I just had a drill driving after it like an inch away, firing at it, just doing nothing. <laughs> like, okay, like, not do anything. But yeah, it just culminated in a challenge between um between Aaron's Warlord and the Forge Lord, really. Living as That's it. That's it. Stay bad each other down. Um, yeah, and that was pretty much it. So that was another another win for Drillfest. Nice. Oh, yeah. Was it two 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 and two games, or was it three and two? Uh two and two. This one was. Oh, no, you know what? I know what this mission was. This was the mission where if you captured the objective, it went six inches away from you. Okay. So there were three objectives on the center line. 
and you ca- it was progressive scoring, so you scored them at the end of your turn. Um, and then when you scored them, the objective went six inches towards the opponent's deployment zone. That's interesting. Yeah, so, but you could, it meant that you could set up units to kind of grab the objective after you moved it. Yeah. So you would be like, I'm going to set up to go there. And then, you know, so you could sort of score twice, you know, you could set up to score twice or to set up to deny for the next yeah. turn. Mm. That was cool. Yeah. No, it was cool. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a pretty cool mission. So that was your um, day one then? So that was our day one, yeah. So then after, yeah, so after like the, uh, after the games, um, we obviously, oh yeah, and we had the food as well. So obviously the food at Greens the Wolves so obviously always really good. Um, so for, yeah, so, you know, we had the, uh, the lunch food, um, that was really nice. And then, yeah, so we had, had like some evening food as well, which is good. Um, and then we did, um, we did some bingo too. So, bingo. Yeah, we had the uh, the heresy bingo. So oh. it was just—I mean, it was just bingo, really. So and, oh. Andy put, Andy puts on his little bingo hat and gets his little bingo machine out, and then um, yeah, we all had a raffle. A, a raffle, sorry, all had a—I mean, there was a raffle. I'll say about that in a minute. Um, yeah, so you all had our bingo cards, and it was just you know you get a line off and you <laughs> you win some stuff. Um, okay. I, I, I didn't win anything, so but yeah, it was just it was just some prizes from the Age of Darkness box set. Like some Mark III, oh, not the Age Darkness, the um, the Legion of Stars Battle Group. That's so, nice, there. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So it was really fun, and um, just yeah. So all played some bingo in the main hall, and um, some of the boys already gone out drinking by that point. Um, but we we stayed to play stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, we, so we 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 started playing a game with Peter and Ozzy, and Peter and Ozzy Lennons. They wanted to play us, and they absolutely fucking demolished us. By the way. Um, yeah. so they played against us. They beat us turn one, so they tabled us. And we were like, cool. And then they were like, well, we might as well bring your stuff on. So we were like, all right. Yeah. So we brought our stuff on, and then they just absolutely demolished us again. And obviously, Peter and Ozzy are like really good players. So, like, yeah. you know, Peter was like, well, this is how we beat this. And they just crushed us. So, what they did pretty much was they set up, like, so either the stuff that they set up away from their like main army was just the Land Raiders. And um, so they were playing Mechanicum and World Eaters. Right. So, like, all the stuff, there was, like, two units of Rampages and Land Raiders. They were just, like, over the other side of the board, so we couldn't do anything about those. Um, so, obviously, the drills can't hurt AV-14 when they come up. Right. Yeah. Um, and then their main stuff is, like, a bit of a wall of, like, tech trials, robots, and induct um, and spoilers. So, we couldn't set anything up, like, in their ranks. We had to sort of set up on the outside, which minimised the damage the drills could do. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, I had intercept from stuff like the Thanatar... Um, and the other robots, he'd always, you know, done cyber theory to make them intercept. Um, yeah, they just absolutely fucking crushed us. And that, that the funniest part of that game was this fucking land speeder. So, Ozzy had a land speeder, that had just a single javelin. Um, and that javelin must have taken, like, hits from so many things. Like, it got hit by, like, 30-odd hits from the termites coming up. Took no wounds. Like, motor guns, shrugged them off. Bolt guns, shrugged them off. It just, just wouldn't die. <laughs> it was so funny. It like charged, charged the unit and like wiped them out. <laughs> like, because he gave it a chain axe. Because obviously it's got, a, they come with a chainsaw, the javelins, so they can take a chain axe. Mm. So yes, yeah, so he's rolling around the chain axe. Yeah, he just charged on Aaron's units and wiped them out. <laughs> Fantastic. 
It's just like, oh, wow. So we were sort of stopping the game to play bingo and then carried on, then played another round of bingo. Um, got crushed. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, had a, we had a really fun game, Peter and Ozzy. So, like, that, that was really funny. And it was just kind they of like... They are good, good opponents yeah. to play against as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like one of those where we, we were like, well, we've definitely lost. Oh, because I didn't turn up for the beginning. So Aaron turned up turn two, and I didn't. So I was just like walking around the room and chatting to the other boys and like drinking coffee and that. Because um, we were going to try and play a game Bob and Neil as well, but it went on for a bit longer, so we didn't. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they were hanging around just like watching the game. And then, uh, yeah, so like obviously, you were saying about the boys going out drinking. So, like, Jack Eldridge has been drinking since like 9 a.m. Mm. Like, there's a point where he's just like leaning on me. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, you're right, mate. And he's like, I was like, you going out after this? And he's like, yeah. I was like, fucking hell. So I, was like, I, um... I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see you out then. And then um, by the time we got out, Joe and Adam already had to carry him home to his yeah. hotel. <laughs> yeah. I heard he had to get physically carried. <laughs> yeah, it was like proper fun. I'm surprised he made it out, to be honest, because he was so wrecked. <laughs> did he manage to turn up the next day for his game? He did, yeah, he looked very tender. I thought he much he did. <laughs> yeah, he looked yeah. Yeah, he was he was very quiet for most of the morning. <laughs> but he got there, so that's the main thing. But yeah, he was proper fucked. But as we, like I say, to be fair to him, he's drinking since like nine AM, so Holy moly. Yeah, been on it. Good lad. So yeah, went out for a bit. Um, you know, obviously I'm not still not drinking actual alcoholic beers. So still still not able to. So just add some had some alcohol free beers, yay. <laughs> so yeah, so met with the boys down the pub. Well I'd say had some drinks, held out with them for a bit. Um, and then everyone went home. Everyone went home fairly early, to be honest. But I think everyone's just so fucking like a lot of the boys are just so fucking wasted. Like, yeah, yeah like Rob was fucking absolutely trashed. So like, it was fucking it. So apparently, he smashed his head on a door later on as well. May or may not have been concussed the next day, but you know, it's all good because we we were playing with it. We played in game three, and he was just like so out of it at <laughs> the start of the game. Is like, are you okay? And he's like, well, I smashed my head in the door last night. I'm like, fucking hell. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was a good day one. Pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so sure. Being absolutely hanging isn't a uh, it's not good a tactical move, yeah. no. Yeah. But no, no, it's a really, really a first day, like, you know. Yeah. So yeah, really good. So we got back to our hotel, went to sleep, got ready for day two. Ooh. Yeah. So, day two, fucking freezing cold and get up, got to the venue, it's like, oh, so cold. Smashed a couple of coffees, raid play. So, we ended up playing against, because we wanted to, um, you know, we, they, they were saying, like, oh, yeah, it's like no grudge matches because it's just too fucking difficult for the system because we were hoping yeah. to. So, because I'd said to, um, so I said to Rob and Rob, so Rob Jardine and um, Rob Bearup said, well, we'll play you game three. Because Rob was there at the last event, um, and he was getting a lift with me and Aaron. So like, right. from and all that, so we'd all went out and we said, oh, yeah, you know, next time we'll have to get a game in. Um, so yes, we played him and so we played Rob, Rob and Rob, game three. Um, so playing, so obviously, like, say he was, you know, <laughs> yeah, fucking dying. <laughs> um, so yeah, we played, played Rob and Rob, so they had... Um, 
obviously, um, Rob Barrett's got his fucking awesome looking World Eaters army. Like, he stole his Imperial Fist, though. Which is mm-hmm. like, I know, because I said, oh, you know, I want to play your fists at some point. And he's like, oh, I fucking sold them all. It's like, wow. Like, yeah. he has such a nice Imperial Fist army. Oh, yeah. That's gone. But his World Eaters look awesome. Um, so we had a proper, like, Berserker Assault World Eater army. So everything was on foot or with a jump pack, you know? So, like, yeah. loads of despoilers, loads of assault marines. Uh, chap, everyone had a look at Apothecary with him. And they had a chaplain uh, and a champion. So, yeah, that was a proper awesome army. I don't actually think he had a Delegatus. So I think he just forgot to put him on the board. Like, because obviously his men have a Delegatus for Berserker Assault. Well, I didn't realize to afterwards, but I was like, what the fuck happened to the Delegatus? Like, he might have just died. I might have forgotten that he was there and he might have just died at some point. Maybe he just had like a chain accident. But I'm pretty sure he just forgot to put. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, did he just forget to put him on? <laughs> so I don't know. So there's sure there's a Delegatus there somewhere. Um, and then uh, Sons of Horus as well. So. Um, yeah, so Rob's sons of Horus, which are like really nice, you know, he's done it. He's, he said he smashed them out in like two days as well. Um, yeah, I know. They look like really good. So, yeah, that was sweet. Um, sorry, so we lost strategic advantage on that one. Mm. Um, so we set up. Um, no, did we lose strategic advantage? I can't remember again. Um, so the mission <laughs> was there was like, there were five objectives like scattered around. So there's one objective in each deployment zone, um, and then yeah. three objectives in no man's land. And you've got a cat is progressive scoring again, and you've got to capture those objectives. So each one in no man's land is worth one, and the one in your opponent's opponent's zone is worth two. Um, and right. you get none for holding your own one. You can just deny the enemy and get it. Um, so we set up, and we had like you know we had the Damocles carrying away again. So we ended up on the same table as the day before. Oh, okay. Um, so I say we we did want to play them anyway, but we didn't actually get the grudge. It just ended up we were playing them anyway, so it worked out pretty well. Um, so that was ideal. Um, but yeah, so played the same table again. Um, so we set up in the same little hiding spot as we did last time. The Damocles hid behind the wall, <laughs> and the artillery unit deployed as far back as they could, um, like literally right on the back corner of the board. So we're like, uh. um, so turn one, they just ran up with everything, and then I fired a couple of shells and some world eaters and didn't really do anything. Um, I think I just scattered off completely, missed actually. Um, and then turn two, um, the World Eaters drop troops all came down. So they had like a load of um, a load of jump pack dudes in reserve. Yeah, so they all like dropped down, um, and they didn't scare. So it's like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so there's just two massive units of assault marines right in front of me. So a unit of twenty dudes in apothecary, and then a unit of twenty dudes with an apothecary and a chaplain and a, ch- a champion in there. Okay. So I was just like, oh shit. Um, so I did an intercept and managed to pin one of the units <laughs> with the mortars. So I was like, oh fuck, Louis might survive. So they pinned this unit of um this unit of assault marines. Um and then nice. the other unit of assault marines went to charge me and I pinned them on Overwatch. <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh. I was like, oh, wait, did I? No, actually, no, I pinned so that's no, I actually I lied to you there. Oh no, did I? Yeah, no, I think I did do it in that order, yeah. I think I pinned one unit in Intercept and one in Overwatch. I think. Yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> so, yeah, so, they, anyway, I ended up I ended up not getting charged by World Eaters. By, like, fucking just luck, pretty much. 
Yeah. So I was just like, shit. So then our turn two, and our reserves didn't come on. <laughs> Neither of us came on, and we were like, oh no. So this was the game where we were playing them as a, um, as a single reserve role, because we said to right. the boys, oh, what do you want to do? And they were like, oh, I play a single. So we were like, yeah, sound. Um, so yeah, so nothing came on. We were like, hmm, shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So obviously one universe of um, Assault Marines is pinned, but the other one's not. So we were like, fuck. So they like rolled up and started fucking shut up. Um, so, yeah, so they got in and just decimated the... Uh, so the Damocles was like hidden behind the artillery. So they right. charged the artillery and obviously just slaughtered them and killed all of them. Um, but couldn't get to the Damocles. So we're like, yeah. So meanwhile, they're obviously all their dudes that have stood in, the rest of their army stood on like all the objectives, holding all the points. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they took our home objective as well at that point. So they had that too. So they were like well ahead on points. But we were like, all right, it's fine. The drills will come in. Roll reserves. Didn't come in. Oh. <laughs> they were like, oh, no. <laughs> so they, um, uh, so it was like, oh, shit. So the. Um, you get to re roll it as well because of the Damocles. Yeah, we failed. Oh my god. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of twos rolling into twos with a slight like, fucking oh. So um so then the Damocles got uh well the Damocles got charged and then they were like, Do you want to spring your stuff anyway? And we were like, Well you know we did that. Oh no, we well we said, Well, you know, we were like, um, it pretty much came down to they were like the only way you can win is if you ram us with Damocles. So we're like, all right, we'll do a, a test leadership test, which we did, and they passed. So we're like, cool, well we've lost. And then yeah. we're like, I'll just bring your stuff on anyway. We're like, oh yeah, let's bring it on. So we brought all our stuff on, um, and then we had to pause the game. So Rob go pick up his Rob Bear up, go and pick up his missus from Premier Inn because <laughs> we were like way we were like way ahead, obviously, because we'd had loads of really quick turns. Like, we were way ahead of everyone else, so we were just like, oh, yeah, cool, sound. So we all just, like, sat, you know, we all just, like, sat around for a bit, like, letting um, Rob Jardine, obviously, to cover, recover from his hangover. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we just sat around, had some coffees, wandered about, you know, looked at all the other boys' tables and stuff. Um, and, like, you know, it was, like, a really good, like, level of hobby and everything. Oh, yeah, shit, that's the point. Yeah, I didn't talk about, like, the, um, so for, like, they did Armies on Parade in, in the morning of day two. Okay. That was like first thing, did armies on parade. And like the standard of like hobby in general was just like so good. So yeah. like it was like so the, the the vote um for that was for like best painted. So as opposed to like, you know, sometimes I really just do like favourite army. Um mm. so it's best painted. So but like it's so hard to like choose best painted, you know, because like I mean the thing as well is like I tend to find the stuff that's like amazingly painted is often not as nicely converted. Right. If you know what I mean? Because there's some armies there that are like Beautifully converted, you know, like, um, you got like Denny's Dark Mechanicum, which is just like fucking insane. Like, mm. every model is like this, like, a labor of love, and it looks so good. And, like, obviously, it's not painted to like, you know, it's not painted like an heavy metal style sort of thing, or like a sort of classic heresy style, you know, like, it's yeah. very, like, sort of, you know, like, sort of like dark and dirty kind of thing, but it looks amazing. Um, and although, it, you know, you might compare it to like another army that's like not. I guess that like you need to have another army that's been done to like a real high technical standard, but it's a lot more stock. If you know what I mean, like there's not a yeah, lot yeah. of like versions on it. You know, it's kind of like the models are fairly, you know, they they're fairly like 
standard models, but they're painted to it. So there was, yeah, it was really hard to like choose anything to vote for. Um, but just like the quality of the models was just fucking amazing. Like on pretty much everything there, you know. That's good. Um, yeah, it's like really, really cool just seeing like everyone's stuff. It's just yeah. It's always nice to see it at an event when you've got that, but at the same time, it can be a little bit humbling as well. You'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> but, in here. Well, yeah, but like, you know, I think I, I don't know, I don't, I don't really see it like that. You know, you know, I turn up with an army that I've done to a standard I'm happy with. You know, I'm not. Yeah, really yeah, no, it's not. I, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I suppose, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really see it like that. I just see it as like, oh wow, look, this is really awesome. You know, like everyone's done just. Yeah, like some really amazing stuff I put out there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, anyway, yeah, so we've gone around and looked at all those. Um, yeah, so, and then, um, anyway, so then we waited around for ages, waiting for, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for Rob Barrett to get back. Because um, it turns out the motorway was blocked because there had been like a crash. So it took fucking oh, ages mate. for him to get back. Um, so we ended up being like, ages ahead of everyone else to having to like proper rush out the last turns to like get the game done um yeah. bit of a shame really because like you know if we just said oh yeah you boys win it would have been fine um because we you know they'd won anyway so we're like oh well you boys just have to win sort of thing um yeah. but we're like, oh yeah we'll try and play the game out um so it's just a bit of a scrabble really it's just a bit of a shame because it, it just seemed like you know with it with everything you know like say having to stop the game and that and then hangovers and stuff and there was like, other bits we kept having to stop the game for um, so it's sort of, yeah, it's a bit of a scrabble, really. So it'd be good to have a decent, you know, it just kind of, it just meant the game wasn't as like, I don't, none of us really got into it as much as we probably would have done. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, it just kind of like, you know, we all had to play really quick and it was kind of, uh, and then like, you know, some would have to go away to do something. So it'd be one of us playing for both of, you know, for our ally um, or one, of, you know, and then someone would come back and be like, oh, where's my stuff? Because like, um, like Roger Dean had to go off for a minute, so like Bear Up was rolling all his saves, and I killed. I mean, while I was using Aaron's stuff, because Aaron had to go off as well. So I'd um I killed like I think I killed like six Reavers with Volkite Chargers from an Inductize squad. Oh right, it's because he rolled all his saves, and it was like, oh fuck, you rolled like, a ton of ones and did full no pains and didn't save any. Ooh. It was like, oh shit! So then obviously Rob comes back and he's like, "Where's my fucking Reavers?" He's like, "Oh yeah, they dead. They dead." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, shit. So there was, yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's a shame, really. It's, you know, we didn't really all get to get into the game as much as we probably could have done. Um, mm. But yeah, it's still a really cool game. You know, and like I'd like to play them both again. Really, you know, we've got a bit more time. We can all get like a game in. Should be good. Um, yeah, their armies are so nice. You know, they're all really fun to play with as well. So yeah, it was just. Yeah, it's just a shame, really, because I think we were all really keen for it when it started. And then, like, because it was all, like, you know, everyone was sort of coming and going and that, it just detracted from being able to really get into the game. Yeah. Um. So it ended up with, I mean, yeah, we, it, it ended up with, um, we had a challenge between Ivan, obviously my my warlord, mm. and um, Rob's Sons of Horus, Delegatus, with his Thunder Chainsword. Um, mm. So he got, obviously, Ivan took two wounds from a thunder hammer and just walked it off because at this point he was battle hardened six in a challenge (laughs) (laughs) so he just got lammed by this thunder hammer and he was like nah i was still trying to murder strike people with a pistol and it just didn't do anything (laughs) ivan the mega chad (laughs) 
Ivan the Mega Chad, yeah. And then Aaron's warlord came in from behind and just punched the Delegates in the back. The sucker punched him. So, <laughs> killed him. So Ivan survived and didn't win the challenge. Uh, so, and he was like, ha ha, my tactical genius strikes again. <laughs> um, so yeah, so by the end of that one, we lost pretty convincingly to, to, to Rob Squared. Um, but like, you know, we would have, um, you know, we would have given, even if we'd won on points, we would have given them the win, just because obviously they did technically table us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'd have been like, even if they'd won, even if they'd lost on points, we'd have been like, well, obviously you boys have actually won because <laughs> you just smashed us. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was like 13, 13, 8 or something, the end result, something like that. So, okay. yeah. But yeah, like I say, is this just? I think it was just because the game kept sort of stopping and starting. It probably wasn't as enjoyable as it could have been, um, just because none of us really got into it. Right. But yeah, bit, you know, bit of fucker. But yeah. So then we had had some lunch, um, and then we got on to the final game. So the final game was against um, Alex and Alex. So double Alex. Squared. A double, Alex, exactly. I've actually got it written on my because I, I was using my little because obviously we had to do a lot of like score, scorekeeping and shit. Yeah, like, um, I had my little Lord of the Rings notebook that I used for all like the might win a fate and shit. So I was just doing all like the, the scores and that. And I've just got for game three, I've just got Rob Squared written on that. And for game four, I've just got Alex Squared written on that. Fantastic. <laughs> so, like, um, so yeah, so Alex, Alex, and Alex were playing Alpha Legion, um, and um, Sons of Horus. <laughs> so, like um, uh, Alpha Legion and Sons of Horus. Yeah, no, yeah, there's a bit of that going on. So, um, Alpha Legion Alex was playing Headhunt Leviathal. So he had no scoring units at all. So he had um, uh, he had a Praetor. That's a point. Was it Praetor? No, probably a Delegatus. I think it's Delegatus. Um, so he had a Delegatus. Whatever Delegatus. Because he had, you know, he was saying Praetor, but I'm pretty sure it was Delegatus. Anyway. So he had his, his dude with a nemesis bolt gun. Um, and he was joined to a 10-man Seeker squad. Um, he also, okay. at this stage, had Murderous Strike on his bolt on his nemesis bolter. Ooh. And nemesis uh, Murderous Strike 5 up on his nemesis bolter. It's pretty sick. So he was like, this guy's going to be fucking sniping cunts. We're like, oh, shit! So we had that guy. Yeah, he's in a 10-man Seeker squad. Um, and then he had three units of five headhunters, all with mighty mowers. Um, and then a unit of six full Mentaris, uh with a librarian in there as well, a telepathy librarian. Imagine he won't be taking them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then a radio adrenal with double last cannons and an Ilos launcher. Um, so we had absolutely no scoring units and everything except his full Mentaris and his, his uh, the radio all infiltrated as well. So we were like, oh. <laughs> and then. Boring units, but a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah. And then um, other Alex had. Um, he had 30 tactical marines, two units of 15. Um, okay. He had a, a 10, 10 man? No. I think it was like six or seven man, maybe. Um, Volkite, Volkite, Culver, and Support Squad. Um, okay. And then he had a Contemptor Dreadnought, a Leviathan Dreadnought, and a Box Dreadnought. And, in the box, and an armiger as well. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this is like a hideous team. To it, was well, it, it looked pretty scary, and then yeah. we, you know, we we showed them our army, and like, um, they were like, "So you've probably just lost, haven't you?" And we were like, "Oh, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
So we had strategic advantage. So we set up. Um, so the mission for this was the um, so the traitors have planted nukes on the planet. So the traitors were losing at this point. So the idea was that so the traitors have got nuclear missiles ready to go off on the planet, and then they've got the like the little control relays who are like scattered over the map. So the traitors had to defend the nuke silo. So they got D three victory points holding the nuke silo, um, and then they got a point for each control thing they they held. Um, no, it's right. They got, they got three for the new solo, actually. Anyway, so they got points on the new solo, and then they got um, a point for each of the control things they held. And they were the defender. <clears throat> and then the loyalists had um, had to, were the attacker, and they had to. They got no points holding the silo, but they got D three for holding each one of the control points. So we took turns setting up the control points on the map. So it all had to be in no man's land, and it was hammer and anvil deployment. So they all ended up being quite close together because me and Aaron were like, well, if we're going to come up in drills, we've got to come up like and take all the objectives. So we ended up putting them quite close and the other guys seemed quite keen to do that as well. So I think their idea was because they only had two scoring units. Oh, yeah. sorry, three, with, three with the armiger, actually. They were like, we'll keep everything fairly close together. Uh, so we set up, I put my artillery behind one building and Aaron put his Damocles behind another building. And then the headhunters deployed as close as they could to us, and the seekers deployed as close as we were like, "Oh boy, shocking!" Yeah. So Alpha and Alex was like, "I think I'm going to table you." So sorry about that. And we're like, "Yeah, no worries, mate." <laughs> so we're like, "It's the way of drill fest, don't worry." <laughs> so we were like, "Fully prepared for that," and he just completely fucked all his roles. Fantastic. Yeah. So like, I say, I fired. I fired my mortar. So my first shot of the game was I fired my mortar. I scattered 12 inches and hit Aaron's rhino. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So I fired at a headhunter team and it just scattered full and hit a rhino. And I was like, cool. I didn't do any damage to it, thankfully. I was like, oh, no. So, um, yeah. So, like, yeah, everything just failed to kill anything, really. So the headhunters fired at the Damocles and it got it down to one hole point, but it was still alive. Mm. The Praetor and the Seekers just failed to do any damage. Um, and then a headhunter team fired at my artillery squad. I returned fire like, and did more damage to headhunters than they did to me. Do they not count as artillery, then? Uh, no, they're not. They are like a special thing. And they can only make the intercept, return fire, and overwatch yeah. reactions. And if they're forced to move for any reason, they die. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so yeah. So I was like, yeah. Um, so yeah. So I, you know, that I, I somehow didn't fucking. We didn't die. We were like, oh shit. So this is one where we're doing individual reserves again. Um, and we rolled for our reserves, and we both came on. And nice. now this is where it became a bit of an issue for them because obviously they'd set up just to table us turn one. Like, yeah. they full-on set up just to be like, right, look, we're just going to kill your stuff. So all the Alpha Legion stuff, bar the Doradio and the Fulmentaris, was in our deployment zone. <laughs> so we just deployed the drills in their deployment zone. So it suddenly ended up as 3,000 points, pretty much, of our army against 1,500 points of theirs. Yeah. So we came up, didn't scatter. And just the Sons of Horus just got fucking annihilated. Apart from the Dreadnoughts, everything else pretty much just died. Beautiful. You know, like it came up. And he had, I'm trying to think what the other unit he had was. It might have been a, 
I don't know what it was. I wanna. I, I don't know if it was just tacticals or if it was something else like chieftains or something. Um, but so the drills all came up and they did just a ton of damage to everything. Loads of stuff died. Um, the Fulmentaris's librarian died because he decided to take the hits on the librarian instead of the Fulmentaris. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, which I thought was was interesting. Yeah, so the, the librarian died and the Fulmentaris took a wound. Um, so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it did obviously ton of damage, and it you know it was all going on the Sons of Horus pretty much because there was no, there weren't any Alpha Legion in that bit of the thing apart from the Full Mentaris and the Dread. Does sound very Alpha Legion either. Yeah, it literally was. Yeah, it was like such an Alpha Legion ploy of like, oh, we're just doing a a forward operation. Don't worry about anything that might be coming up from below. So the Sons of Horus just took all of the damage pretty much and shielded the Alpha Legion. <clears throat> Um, so, and then Alex playing the Sons of Horus was like, I think he just got pretty upset by that, because, like, obviously he'd just been dicked on turn two. So he was yeah. like, well, we'll just call it there then. We were like, well, no. Like, and obviously other Alex was like, well, no, so I've still got my whole army left. And, like, me and, me and Aaron were like, well, yeah, but, like, you know, we were like, you've still got, you know, we've done our damage now. Like, you might as well carry on. And he was like, mm. oh, yeah, I suppose so. All right. So we carried on. Um, and, like I say, it was just, you know, sort of, I say, you know, it's not like we could even help it because it was kind of just us. There was only Sons of Horus in most, on most of the board. Yeah. Um, so I tried to shoot the Fulmentaris. I had like a ring of drills around them and then they smoke and mirrored out of there. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I smoke and mirrored like 12 inches out of my ring of drills and then didn't scan. And I was like, oh shit. So I was like, I can't do anything to these guys now. And it like, it removed the firing of like five of my drills and oh. two plasma squads because I'd set up to kill them all thinking, right, I need to kill these guys like before you know before they did yeah. too much damage because they're so they're so strong um so that sort of i was like oh shit you know like i can't can't do a lot of those um so meanwhile down the other end aaron's just like wailing on sons of horus um and he like wiped out the the delegatus and whatever unit he was in with the interemptors so i just completely fucking killed him um mm -hmm. but i think i so i think alex was playing the sons of horus he was kind of checked out at this point because aaron was like you know, do you want to move react to me? And he was like, nah. And he was like, oh, if you don't, I'm going to obviously flame you with the interrupters. He's like, you probably move react to like back. And he was like, nah. And he was like, all right. Um, so we just sort of killed them all <laughs> with that. So, yeah, so we, we, you know, we looked pretty good at that point. We're like, cool. You know, we didn't manage to kill in the dreads yet. So still three dreads and armor get rolling around. Um, but we were like, okay, we've got most of the other Sons of Horus killed. So we might be okay. Um, but then it was like, so we took took all the objectives. We we're like, nice, you know, we've 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 got this. But then obviously the Alpha Legion came back, <laughs> so it ended up as us like sort of almost fighting like a defensive action against the Alpha Legion and the Sons yeah. of Horus Dreadnoughts because there was still this Leviathan rolling around that we just couldn't stop. Yeah, and it was just plowing like through unit after unit. So you know, we were just like. We were just doing stuff to try and slow it down. Like I was throwing like a militia squad at it to try and like stop it from getting to anything else. Um, and it was like, yeah, it like smashed its way into a building. And Aaron was like, right, I'll do Angels of Death then. So we just had a breacher squad, which did Angels of Death on. So they were fearless for a turn. So they were just like holding up this dreadnought, <laughs> just kicking <laughs> everything in. Like, ah, and it was like throwing termites like in front of line of sight blocking stuff just to try and keep them out of the way. I rammed an armiger and made it run away, or the armiger made it run away for a turn, so that sort of held it back a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then obviously, like, so the Alpha Legion came back from our deployment zone and just started like destroying all our stuff.
So it was just kind of like hiding our hiding Jen- like Corporal Jenkins behind like a uh, a termite. So we didn't get like shot off. Because <laughs> um, we like say, and there's stuff like the Fulmentaris where we just couldn't kill the Fulmentaris. So they were just because they got guided fire. So they were just firing, you know, they were, they were sort of back in the Alpha Legion's lines, hidden behind like dead termites. And they would just kill a unit a turn. They were like, right, we're going to shoot this. And then it was bullshit. But in all fairness to him, Alex did say, he said, oh, I don't really want, he's like, I'm not going to use the, um, the brutal missiles because they're like a bit, he's like, they seem a bit too good. And he was like, I kind <laughs> of like having more hits. So he was just doing like a load of hits to the dudes. So it was like 50 hits to the guys instead of like a load of brutal missiles. Yeah. Still um, pin- pinning though. Yeah, still pinning. Yeah. And breaching six still. Yeah. Yeah. So it was still pretty scary. Um, so yeah, but highlight of the game was I killed a Fulmentaris with a militia las rifle. Not las rifle, las, las carbine. One grenadier with his las carbine. Two shots, two hits, two wounds, double one. Dead. Hero yeah. of the people. <laughs> Absolute fucking hero. So he did that. Um, yeah, so it's like, you know, there's pretty much at this point it was like two of us versus the Alpha Legion and the Sons of Horus Dreadnoughts. Mm. Um, so I think Alex was playing the Sons of Horus was just you know, like I say, didn't really seem, you know, he was like having a go at his ally and being like, ah, you need to fucking do this. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> so you um, successfully yeah. demoralized in your yeah, opponent just, and caused yeah, yeah. within their ranks. Yeah, pretty much. But, it, you know, I didn't I didn't mean to, you know, we, we didn't sort of, yeah, it was kind of one of those where it's kind of like, what do you do? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, so I'm hoping you didn't feel too upset by it because, yeah, they're both really nice lads, you know. Like, you know, he's a really nice bloke. We were sort of chatting about pain and all that, you know, like, yeah. So I think he just got, you know, didn't have a very fun game for him. Um, I think, I think probably because it was so, such the opposite of what they were expecting. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, that's it. Turn one, we've killed him. And then turn two, <laughs> the opposite has happened. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think he, he almost deployed, expecting not to need to do anything. <laughs> like, sort of in, like, oh, yeah, we've won this already. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was just you know a little bit of a shit game for him really because he ended up being just left on his own. You know, he didn't he left on his own, <laughs> just like wailed on by two armies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I hope it wasn't sort of hasn't put him off put him off the hobby or anything. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just yeah, a bit of a bit of a shit game for him really. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's not really a lot you can do with that, I suppose. It's just, we're sort of like... Just the uh, way the dice go sometimes. Yeah, we're sort of just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> as, as I said, if they hadn't fluffed all of their shots, they could have quite easily... Yeah, I mean, but yeah, by, by, one, so. by rights, they should have just won turn one, really. Um, yeah. It's just all those, head, all those headhunters just failed. Yeah, them's the dice. Then, then do be the dice, yeah. So yeah, so we, we staggeringly won that one. Like it was really close though. It was like I think it was thirteen ten at the end score. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it was pretty close. close. Yeah. Um yeah, Ivan got cut down by an Armager. Oh, Sadly. I know, yeah. Because he charged the Armager charged me and I was like, Yeah, I'll fight you and then I was like, Oh shit, I can't actually hurt her. Yeah. Um, and then then I realised I could actually hurt with the rending power sword. So I was like, oh shit, can we roll for the power sword? And we did, and I just didn't do anything. So I was like, oh yeah, he gets cut down. <laughs> so yeah, so he got fucking he got fucking done. Just when you couldn't 
thought he couldn't dislike Armages anymore. He I know! Then he kills Ivan. <laughs> Runs down Ivan. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, so so I Ivan Ivan was slain once again. Still without having killed anyone with a murderous strike last pistol. Ugh, that is a shame. I know. Big shame. <laughs> so yeah, he he went down and then but yeah, that that was kind of as I say, apart from apart from Ivan. Well I, I say that. The thing is I, I made it sound like it was a real a real smashing, but it actually wasn't. Because um, yeah. once Alex's Alpha Legion came back, we lost. I mean, I lost pretty much my whole army. Yeah. I had three guys left at the end, just three grenadiers, so a sergeant and two plasma gunners. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and Aaron had, I think he had like an immobilized drill and about six breaches left. Mm, yeah. So it was, Jeez. yeah, it, it was, it you know. It was a really close game, and I think had we had a you know a few more turns, obviously we we did play to the end of the game. We played you know we played to the last into the last turn, mm. um, but if they you know if the game had somehow gone on the other two turns, we'd have lost, but definitely. Yeah. Um. So and I say we didn't really do a lot of damage to the Alpha Legion. You know they still had most of their stuff left, and um, we killed some Seekers, killed some Seekers, the Radio, and one of the Headhunter teams. But that was it, really. Like so, and the, and two of the full Montaras. Um, but yeah, like yeah, it was it was you know the Alpha Legion were kind of untouched. And like I say, it was it was a very Alpha Legion ploy really. Is let the Sons of Horus take all the damage, and then kind of use that as a way to like you know to to move in and make their own sort of their own strike. What you're saying, it was their plan to fluff all it was the shots plan. at the it beginning. Was plan all along to draw in. <laughs> Draw in the Imperium soldiers and then butcher them <laughs> using the Sons of Horus' as bait. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it was um so that was the last game, and then obviously did the awards, and um someone put up as well. So I can't remember what his name is now, but um a lab put he said he did a raffle for the end and the death part two, um the hardback right. version. So it was a like um it's like a charity a charity donation for mines. Mm. Um, yeah, so he got everyone to donate some money, which he donated to charity, and then he did a raffle call for the book, which is great. So there was like hundreds of pounds got donated. Um, oh, brilliant, really. Yeah, so that was really good. Do you um, know what charity it was for? Uh, it was for Mines. It's like a mental health charity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah, so that was, that was really great. Um, like I say, loads of people just donated. I think a lot of people just bought tickets, you know, just to give some money to charity, really. I don't think they were looking to, to actually get anything out of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was really cool. Yeah, nice touch. yeah, and then he had the awards. Um, so, and I can't remember the names of anyone who won the awards. It's <laughs> Lee, Lee, something or other, one best loyalist for his Ultramarines, and they are like absolutely stunning. Yeah, like so good. Um, and then the like just fucking amazing, like so nice. Um, and then the. Oh, God, I forgot what the guy that won Traitor. But he's, he's Romham painting on Instagram, though, the guy that won Best Traitor um, for his Sons of Horus. Um, and his Sons of Horus are so nice. Like, I've seen them loads on Instagram, but they look so much better, like, in the flesh. Like, they're, they're just, they're so good. Looking them up now. Yeah, they're yeah. really nice. Yeah, they they're, nice. they've got, like, all these little conversions and all that on them. Like, a lot of it's, like, all these little 3D printed conversions and stuff, conversion world and stuff. And, and like uh, from his username, he's obviously a uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia fan, so that's always uh, yeah, yeah, he's a nice bloke. I've completely got his name, Sam something. Um, 
Is it Sam? James. James. <laughs> Fucking James. That's it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a really nice looking army. Yeah, but no, he's, his stuff's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, and then I, I literally can't believe second name either, the guy that with the Ultramarines. Um, it's chatting quite a bit Saturday night as well. God, terrible. So bad for names. Again, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was, um, but both those armies were Could fucking it be You might have to edit. You might have to edit this bit of the podcast. It's alright. It's on on the Instagram. Painting mayhem. Is it Ultramarines? It is. Yeah, that's it. It's got a um, Leviathan, double storm Cameron Leviathan with looks like hand painted eagles either side of it. Yep, that'll be it. Yeah, yeah all of his it, stuff is hand painted. Like it's incredible. Yeah. They they do look bloody fantastic. Yeah, that'll be the boys. Yeah, he's he's uh, painting underscore mayhem. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, painting mayhem. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it is Lee Bates. Yeah, but yeah, his um, and the thing is as well, like you see the pictures on Instagram, like they're nowhere near as good as how they are Instagram. No, I know, but they're so much better in the flash. Like, it's fucking unreal. Like, they're just, yeah, they're, they're just fantastic. You know, like, all the, like, say, all the freehand on them, all the little details. Yeah, like, look, the more, the look more you look, the better it gets. It's on the dreadnoughts where he's done the, the little, like, you know, the Greek sort of wiggly lines. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> that they have, like, on columns and pottery and stuff. Yeah, I love a Greek wiggly line. You know what I mean, though, do Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, it's, yeah they're, they're, they're really nice. Um, so, yeah, so he bought his Ultramarines and he won for one best painter for those. Um, yeah, I can see why. Well-deserved, yeah. But as I say, I mean, this, the standard of the hobby in general, though, is just so high. Mm. Like, you know, the painting and the converting and just the effort that they put into it. You know, like, I don't think there was an army there that wasn't, yeah, I don't think there's an army there that kind of wasn't, kind of, didn't have a lot of stuff put into it. Because obviously even Adam, because Adam brought his solar last minute, because he was meant to do his salamanders, didn't get them done in time. Um, you know, so they're probably, I know he's saying they're not really finished and all that, and they're not sort of up to his standard. I think they look really good, especially the tanks. Yeah, they still look nice, exactly, yeah. So even, even that was like, they were still nice. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's putting effort in. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's really good. And it's a bit of a ramble. Um, but yeah, no, there were it was just like the standard was so high. Um, and then but then the two boys, like I said, the two lads that won it, like their stuff is like so fucking good. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's like yeah, it's fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, so that was the event, pretty much. Nice. So would yeah. would recommend again. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's like any greetings event, really. Like, you know, they're always really good at the greetings and walk events. You know, they've they've got the they've got sort of the formula nailed. <clears throat> yeah, I have um, to you know, keep an eye out for future events. Try, yeah, I try. Yeah, it's definitely definitely worth it. I was just a little bit of a track from from down here, but it's it's worth going. Mm. You know, you always have a good time. It's a good crowd of boys up there. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 really good. 
very enjoyable. And then, um, yeah, I mean, as I say, and then the event as a whole, obviously, it's the first one, like the Merchant Prince things have run. Yeah. Um, I believe, well, the first thing they've done with Greetings, anyway. Um, yeah, it was quite good. Like, as I say, the narrative was, you know, it was narrative, but it kind of wasn't much of a narrative, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it wasn't, you know, you could have easily played without the narrative and you wouldn't have noticed. You know, it's kind. Of, it was almost like the narrative was there to, to kind of, inf- you know, bump. It felt like it was there as kind of to to pad out the missions, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but then, like it, you the, know, the majority of it was through the character building. It was. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, the character progression was a really good idea. Like, that was really cool, and that was actually really well done. It's one of the better character progression systems I've seen. Um, because I've seen a, a few, uh, a few different events, you know, I've played a few and some of them are like really convoluted, you know, they end up with, they kind of, they end up with like the really broken or really shit characters. Um, so I've done some where you get really penalized for the character dying or for the character losing the game. And you end up with like these sort of, you know, these unusable characters. Um, and then you see a lot of people just starting again or not taking those characters to future events and not taking them to future games and just saying, oh, I'm just going to take another guy from scratch because... This guy's like broken his legs, he's moved three now or something like that. Um, yeah. or like you know, he stops his unit from being able to do like X action. Um, and that wasn't really in it. Like, even the injuries, they weren't bad. So, like, if you got if you got killed, you took like an injury. Um, but the injury table wasn't like debilitating, it was just like interesting effects. Okay. Um, which was really good. So you'd have like a downside and an upside sort of thing. Yeah. So or just like you know, like a yeah, like a, an effect that it wasn't necessarily like just you're fucked and your character's shit. Um, and then all, all the benefits weren't like they weren't really overpowered stuff. Like it wasn't like you you know, oh my guys like brought six now. You know, like <laughs> there was a lot of different results. There was one that improved your weapons brutal by one, um, but that wasn't you know that was one result on the chart. And again, it wasn't like yeah, it just wasn't insane. Um, so I, I thought the character progression was brilliant. Mm. Like that, that was like really well done. So yeah, that was that was really cool. And they're on about um, so they're they're apparently the next one they do, it'll be set in the same system. So hopefully, um, by the sounds of it, we're going to be able to use our characters again. So I'll probably take take Ivan again, <laughs> and then Necromundan twenty sixth. So yeah, so that'd be good. So I'll get him some more. I don't know. I don't know what else you could get, but something fucking cool. Getting a battle hardened seven somehow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even care about Vindicator Demolisher Cannon. <laughs> exactly. No, no, it's only, it's only a challenge. He's that power hard. He's only, oh, he's only okay. power hard. Yeah, he's only power hard one out of a challenge. Oh, okay. So he's there for dueling people. He's there for just slapping people with a loud pistol. It's like, bam! <laughs> just have him there taking a falchion to the face, like, and what? <laughs> yeah, and what can? It's like, did I fucking stutter? Uh, yes, it was. It was really good. Yeah, good sounds, sounds like a a good event. Yeah, yeah, good. Obviously, level of of uh, hobby with with the painting. Some sounds like everybody seemed like decent, you know, players to get along with. Um, and had some cool rules in you know in the actual gaming system, and then nice little sort of bonuses on with like you know charity stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, to be honest, I mean, as I say, with that character progression thing, if you were to combine that with, like, sort of the level of narrative that you maybe get, like, at sort of, like, one of James's events, something like that, like an Orphan's Hope, mm. um, you'd have such a good event, because that character progression was great. Like, yeah. obviously, as I say, the narrative, 
you probably could have played without it and it wouldn't have made any difference. Um, but the um, yeah, but having the the character progression, if you combine that with like a really strong narrative, then uh, that'd be great. But obviously, you know, equally, I think the narrative is quite hard to it's quite hard to have that much of a narrative with that many people there. Yes, yeah. it was like it's like ninety people or something, I think. Um, so it's obviously a lot of people, and then like trying to get everyone to go along with that is probably quite hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, about then. Well, yeah, getting them engaged, and I think they had they had enough troubles is with with pairings because people had to drop out for day two as well. Um, so right. a couple of people didn't turn up day two for various reasons. Um, so that meant that that messed with their with their formula. So like I say we ended up on the same table. Like we would have been on the same table three out of four games. Oh right, um, okay. We played the same one twice, and then for the last one we were like, we'll just move. So because because people had dropped out, there were spare tables. We just waited until like. You know, we said we said to to Alex Squared, "Do you mind if we move over there?" And they were like, "Oh, yes, sound." So yeah. we went over there instead and played that. Um, but obviously, like I said, that was because you know it was it's a hard it's hard to to match up. You know, ninety players, yeah, especially <laughs> when it's doubles as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then when you've got people for you know you got people dropping out, like they just mm. fucked all done it. So it might just be that they were like, "Look, this is the best we can do narrative wise for this size of event." Yeah, yeah. Um. So we still sound, it sounds sounds like a good event though. Good. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was really good. Um. So yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So um. Mm. Yeah, I, I probably sound a little bit less enthusiastic than I am. So I'm quite tired. So <laughs> as you might have been able to notice, I've had a pretty long day. So I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, same, same. It is mm. quite late now. <laughs> yeah, but no, like despite me sounding a little bit like. No, no, it was really, yeah, it was really fun. Um, yeah. It's definitely got me, like, more hyped for Heresy again. I mean, not that I wasn't, but I'm obviously, hyped, you know, I'm still, like, yeah, hyped for Fantasy too. so it's like, ah. So it gets uh, Jack's seal of approval. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely got seal of approval. Definitely got me keen for Heresy. And then, um, yeah, it's just, well, I say got me keen for Heresy, more keen. So it's keen. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so I'm out for that, and yeah, it's going to... I say maybe next time if it's um if it's not a doubles or if it's a singles event I'll try and bring three thousand points to the Imperial Army. So Beautiful. there might not be six drills. There might also be six drills. Just add to the drills. Well, this is it. Well, um, I say the current the current the current um formula is working out how I can get some crocodiles in the list as well. Because <laughs> you can get crocodiles in the militia fast attack slot, and crocodiles are cool. Nice. So maybe some crocodile handlers somehow. Um but that'll be like far off, as I said, the next one's Orphan's Hope, so it's Land Raiders, Jetpack D's and Las Cannons next. Nice. Yeah boy. So yeah. that'll be that'll be fucking sweet. Have you got any games planned coming up? No, no, I'm I'm just um, well I think the next game thing will be our games over Christmas when I Come yeah. down to visit. Some big um, store magic. Yeah, I need to pace up my uh, colleagues to see what days they want off over Christmas. See what I I can take off as well. We nice. can book that in. But mm. yeah, oh, sweet. But yeah, anyway, yeah. As I say, um, as a wrap up, really good event. You know, I had a really good time. It's always good traveling up there and playing Heresy for the weekend. So that was really fun. And uh, yeah, keen for another one. So keen for Orphan's Hope now. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Be the next one, unless I get like a little one in between that, but I don't think so. I think I'm pretty busy in between. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely booked up in between. Got um, got uh, my wife's thirtieth in February. Oh um, yeah, and it's also my father-in-law's sixtieth. Oh shit! (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, obviously I managed to wangle getting. uh, Getting Orphans hoping in in March, but I've also got um, both my parents' birthdays. They're not big ones this year, but got those. And then uh, in April, it's my brother's thirtieth as well. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> yeah, big and, big year. <laughs> yeah, try and squeeze some heresy in between those. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely some heresy, some old world, maybe a little bit of bolt action if we can. Oh yeah, shit. Ah, too many games. Yeah, too many games. Not enough time. Cool. Exactly. Right. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put the rest of the pictures up for the games on Instagram um over the next day or so. Yeah. So I shall put those up there. So there's a lot of you can you can see see drill first firsthand. Yeah. I'll um I'll put our Instagram accounts on the show notes just in case. Oh, cool. Yeah. In case anyone wants to see some drills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only drills. <laughs> only yeah. Sign up for only drills right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, All right, mate. Nice one. Right. Well, um, I think the um, obviously this one's quite close after the the first episode, but I think we just yeah we wanted to obviously chat about the event whilst it was still fresh in your mind. So um, we're usually going to aim to do these episodes sort of fortnightly. So um, a little bit little bit more of a gap between now and then hopefully we'll have a yeah a bit more to talk about because we haven't got any obviously events to to chatter about um coming up so hopefully there'll be some more releases and news and we'll have got some more you know stuff done on our hobby desk to to chat about as well so yeah well there's the um the the grail night preview for uh old world on monday so that's been pretty cool yeah yeah cool well thanks for the chat yeah, right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.